go, I get the keys, so I just come in, you know, you come and play music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! Yeah. Yeah. See what's better than that one looks like. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you just stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is... Our resident Dark Knight detective, Oz. It's freaking me out that on my phone it says Skype video. That's fair. Like, are you guys seeing me right now? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. you are seeing him? No. Oh, I'm about to say I'm like I'm not seeing you. <laughs> oh, I started swinging it for you too. Oh Lord, oh jeez. Well, your also belt? on Skype. He's the backbone, the pillar. The strength of fantastic form are nigh invulnerable brawler and resonant strongman Moses Magnum. That Martin Scorsese is full of shit, man. Look, preach. <laughs> I don't even know why. Oh, I know. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Well, I disagree either way. You disagree? No, I, I, I just agree either way for, for a, a reason that I'm that I know that may be different from your reason. <laughs> Uh, also, on the line, helping us out today, uh, take, taking Jay's place in the fourth spot, he is All Games' very own, Tiger Claw. What's up? Back once there again. There it is. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. And as for myself, my name's Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. Uh, we got a ton of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk to you about, uh, we're going to do a review, like a retro review of Morbius the Living Vampire number 14. Uh, we're going to also talk to you all about the Watchmen series, uh, the Watchmen television show or television series, I guess I should say. Um, we're going to talk to you all about Titans and its final episode of the season. Uh, we're going to also uh, talk about um, Harley Quinn, the new Harley Quinn television show. Uh, yeah, on DC Universe. And we got a ton of other stuff that we're going to definitely be talking about, mentioning in the news, all that. Uh, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about, 
and we'll tell you how it is that you can make that happen in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met there. All you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. There it is. They're open. They're there. It's Wednesday. So, you know, they're just getting in their groove. So feel free to reach out. Uh, also, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, there are a few different ways to do it. You can go ahead and hit us at the, uh, well, you can hit us up on, on Skype. Uh, you can go ahead and hit Fantastic Forum on Skype. And we will go ahead and you will be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum tonight. Um, you can go ahead and jump into the All Games chat room, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. Or go to the uh, live slash chat button on allgames.com. We will take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show. Such as uh, Hecht who says... What are the forum's thoughts on John Morrison back in the WWE? Um, I, I have zero thoughts on that. I don't know who that is. I know who the I know what the WWE is, but that's how long it's been since I've watched wrestling. I don't know who John Morrison is. Do do that's, either any of you know who that is? I don't. That's uh. Never mind. It's not a good joke. Wow, you gonna say something about like a Grant Morrison little brother or something? No, I was gonna say the scene from the door, but yeah, I, I was thinking Jim Morrison's kid too. Uh, but then I was gonna mention that oh, he would be black, and then I realized the last Jimi Hendrix. No, oh, jeez, man. <laughs> yeah, they all look the same. Oh wow, wow! All those Morrisons, Grant, Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah, I, you know, sometimes I do wish that I was still, like, a wrestling fan, but, uh, because I appreciate the art of it, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's, if someone invites me to watch wrestling, I usually go just for, like, the fellowship and to watch, like, you know, get, like, a sense of what, where wrestling is at at this particular moment, but, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where I, I felt like I kind of I used to watch wrestling because I, I couldn't see like any I couldn't see real life amazing human feats happen anywhere else. And after well, a, after like, you know, it was like it was like really all I had was like wrestling and the Olympics. So you had like a well, it, you had what you had like a feats fetish. Yes, a fe- it's a feats fetish. Yes, I like that. That's that's very clever. Well, and <laughs> that, that that was like wrestling at one, especially like nineties and and early two yeah. thousands. Those were superheroes, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. You had Undertaker and Kane, and oh, you yeah. know, the they were characters. Blazer. Yeah, you. What were you saying, Mo? The Blue Blazer, like he was a damn near yeah. superhero himself. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I feel like uh, you know, I mean, oh, the the hurricane and mighty Molly. <laughs> Look, I mean, there's like obviously, you know, when when people talk about 
great eras in wrestling. The Attitude Era is kind of unmatched. And then you also have, of course, like the classic era of wrestling. And I know that there's still a lot of amazing, like, you know, superstars in WWE today. But, um, you know, I mean, it's definitely a me thing. It has nothing to do with WWE. I don't like WWE. I'm sorry. I don't I don't feel as though the quality has has diminished or anything like that. And so I stopped watching it. I think that, you know, my my taste and options change. And so, you know, a lot a lot of what I used to get from WWE, I, I use mixed martial arts for. So, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they actually do like crazy characters like that. Like they're in all, they, mar- all in in mixed martial arts? No, in WWE, like all like most most of the roster, like they use real sounding names. You know, you don't get oh. you don't get, you know, like uh like I said earlier, the Undertaker yeah. or Blue Blazer or, or Bastion Booger, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or Terry Funk. Brooklyn Brawler. Junkyard Dog. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Hawk Animal. Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter, Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake Roberts. Damn it. Ravishing Rick Rude. Dude, did you did you all see uh, have you all been watching the beautiful South Park this season? Have, have you all been watching South Park this season? Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Macho uh, Man. Rick Martell. Ultimate I mean, we're, we're just gonna name. We're just gonna name them all. I mean, that's the Iron, the Iron, Iron Cheek, Nikolai Bukov. Damn, man, we're naming all the, ra- the, the all the racist ones now. Okay, let's go. Coco, beware! <laughs> we're like DiBiase. All, all the problematic ones. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Tiger Claw? Ted DiBiase. Oh, I thought you said something about Nazi. I was Le- like, there was a <laughs> Nazi in the WWE. <laughs> Oh yeah, that reminds me, Lex Luger. Yeah, Lex Luger. <laughs> like, no open. I thought I thought you said something Nazi, but Ted DiBiase. Okay, got it. Texas like, what? <laughs> ha- have you all been watching South Park this season? Uh, uh, I only watched negative. like two episodes. No. So you all you all didn't see the the episode with the uh, the the transgender person that looks like macho man i saw a clip of that dude that that episode was really funny larry i follow an account on instagram um called wwf golden era Uh uh-huh and they'd use the you know how you can post one minute videos as a as a as a post right right so they condense like whole classic matches from like that like the 80s and 90s early Mm -hmm. 90s Mm-hmm. So ten minutes and then upload. So it's ten minute, ten, ten one minute videos per post, and you watch like a whole match. That's kind of cool. Oh, it's awesome! Didn't those yeah. matches used to go for like forty minutes? Yeah, so they edit them down so that they're even more like impactful. Because it's like just the highlights. Yeah, it's only ten minutes, so it's kind of what you used to get on like Saturday afternoons, mm-hmm. like the the highlights, but yeah. Uh, but in without the the weird cutting and stuff, it's the actual matches like condensed down. That's pretty cool. I post the link in chat, but it's making you log in. Oh, because I guess it's a private account. Yeah, man. Back in the eighties and early nineties, man, I used to watch like 
I would watch all the WWE, well, WWF at the time, but, you know, WWE, like all all of those shows, like I would watch, because I, rem- I remember they had like the show that was like, you know, they had their what, their like ESPN, like, uh, I'd, like I don't, what's the highlight show on ESPN? Sports Center? <laughs> yeah. They had like a, a wrestling sports center type show that would just catch you up on the stuff that you you might have missed. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's the only thing I could watch because I never had cable. Oh. And so it was oh. that and renting, like, SummerSlam on... Yeah. Mania, like, and WrestleMania. Yeah, I would rent And watching Hulk videos. Hogan's Rock and Wrestling on Saturday mornings. And those, and those videos from the video store were edited, too. Like, they were cut down. Oh, I didn't even remember that. Yeah, the matches were, like... Was they were edited? Yeah, I remember okay. being edited. I, I actually compared it to one that was recorded from a pay per view, and that one, like, I compared the two, and it was like, man, that match was longer, but because mm-hmm. they couldn't, you can't fit that much on the on the videotape. Yeah, that's true. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Well, unless you put it, in, wow. unless you put it in EP and record, and you can have six hours of recording. Yeah, but then you lose the quality of True. fine finished tape. Hmm. True. Yeah. But speaking about okay. wrestling, Larry, this Martin Scorsese man. Remember a few weeks back, he uh, talked about how <laughs> how comic book movies aren't film. Yeah, they're not cinema. They're not cinema. That's not cinema. What and did he say I, I agree. With him. No, no, he didn't say nothing. I agreed with him. I remember you saying and that. I still agree with him. What? But if he's going to put out a statement like that, his fucking movie should be the most brilliant piece of cinema ever. And what? I just watched 30 seconds of The Irishman earlier today. Is it 30 seconds? Yeah, and I turned it right off. Really? It wasn't good? I mean, it was good. I'm sure it's brilliant. But so was Casino. So was Wolf of Wall Street. So was Goodfellas. So was Taxi Driver. Like, it's the exact same opening with the the oldies music playing, the camera moving. Yeah, long shot or, or cold open. This one's a little bit of both. And then the older version of the main character starting to narrate his life. Sounds like oh, you're saying it's garbage. Like, he's, he's, der- no, he's just saying it's, it's, it's derivative it's, of itself. It's derivative. And it doesn't really hit in those 30 seconds. I, okay, I lied. A minute. In that minute, it didn't even hit the same beats that well. Like, the music isn't that well done. Like, the choice of music doesn't fit the tone of the movie that well. Like, not like Goodfellas. Like, Goodfellas, the music is part of, like, what lets you know the passage of time you know yeah yeah and here, here it just doesn't feel like it felt like somebody tried to make a, a, a scorsese movie now I, <laughs> granted i only watched one minute of it <laughs> i think sounds like i think you got to watch the rest of it mo sounds like he, sounds like, like he lost the, his touch that, at that minute, old age that minute like imagine the movie's three hours long that's a hundred and oh shit hold on Fuck. I knew I forgot something. So I got, I finally got the adding machine sound. 
And oh, I was really? Fast to tell you how many minutes are in that movie based on that one minute I saw. But it's, it's 180. Yeah, yeah. But, machine sound? I think I can, I can yeah. No, well, don't worry about it, Tire Club. We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> no, don't worry. No, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You, 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 you. But yeah. Yes, Scorsese's made one brilliant movie ten times. And that's not that's not necessarily true. Oh, that's that's a cash register. Yeah, Um, it's not necessarily true. He's made a bunch of good movies, and they're all good, and they're all good in their own right, and they're all good as Scorsese films. But it's just this one. If he's going to talk about movies like that, like you know, I felt the Joker was more cinema. Or just as much cinema as that one minute of The Irishman. Well, I'll I'll say this: Endgame was over three hours long. Irishman is over three hours long. Only one of them had whole articles written on on how you plan out your pee breaks. And you're you hilarious. <laughs> well, I will I I will say this. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, uh, the joint came out on Netflix. And so that makes it less pee break worthy in so, regards to the some people. Some people have suggested that if it comes out on Netflix and not on theaters, it's not really cinema either. It's not no, worthy of, of an award. It well, you it have to play you. Right, that's what, that's what I was about to say. Is you have to play well, at this point. You have to play your movie in theaters to be considered for Oscars, which. The, the Irishman is being played in theaters as well. In fact, that's why I haven't seen it yet, is because I'm actually planning on going to go see it in the theater. And so... Maybe it's just my my old age, but if, if a movie opened on Netflix, it feels like direct-to-video to me. Nah, yeah, that, that is your old age. Like, it's like the good movies come on Netflix I, and bad I movies I, go, go are, come out in cinema. I think so it's, probably, it's like it really doesn't matter like where it debuts. It's like the, a movie, a good movie is a good movie is a good movie. It really depends on the production quality of the movie. If it feels like something you could see in a theater, then then they did it right. But that's, if it doesn't, I don't know what to say. That's not true. Clerks is cinema. Well, you know, I think I think Scorsese would agree with that because I think that his big deal is that. You know, I mean, to use like friggin' the the like buzz or not the buzz word, but you know, like sound bites. to be, huh? The sound bites to use the sound bites. Well, yeah, well, you know, like his whole thing was like, for a movie to be cinema, it has to speak to the human condition. You know, it has to like have a character that is that that grows and changes and informs people about people and my whole thing is just wasn't there a marvel movie that did that (laughs) well you say it like that tiger claw doesn't sound like it but (laughs) i would i would say yes i think that there are some of those i think some of the marvel movies do do that and and obviously you know there are like i feel like scorsese if he saw joker would probably think that it is cinema he saw it Oh, he did. He paid for it to get made. Yeah, he did. He remember he did. He was going to direct it at one point. We talked about this. Okay, then I look. 
before he, it was called Joker and before it was a DC comic movie, he was paying to get it made. And then once they made it a DC movie, he stepped out and left his his uh, business partner to finish it. Okay, but then but then then he probably didn't see the final movie then, right? Sure, he saw it. Okay, well, either way, you know, I don't know whether he saw it or not, but the fact is, it's like I I think that he's not giving comic book movies enough credit. I mean, they're they're I like to mess like to mess around and pretend like all comic book movies are the same movie is, is obviously a mistake. Like it's not. He, like I know people try to make it out like it's a genre, but it's it's not really a genre. It's it's subject matter, you know, or superhero movies. You know what I mean? Like superhero movies, yeah, like all of them have superheroes in them. That doesn't mean they're the same genre. It's like messing around and being like, well, every movie that has a cop in it is the same kind of movie. It's a cop movie. And it's like, well, no. It's like friggin' uh, uh, obviously the Untouchables is not the same as Naked Gun. You know, those are two different <laughs> genres of films. Although they did have a similar scene in both those True. movies, yeah. Well, I would, I'm sure it did, but that's because Naked Gun was probably making fun of it. That's true. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Right. So, right. So, the which sh- is fine. Like it's parody. So it's like, you know, and OJ yeah. was going to spike a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just I I watched those movies recently too because they're on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Did you really, man? They're- Naked Gun, good stuff. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah, so I just, you know, I think that I wish, I just wish, like, people that are in that kind of vein of Scorsese's, like, mindset would just kind of, you know, like, just recognize a little bit. Like, no, by no means would I mess around and try to, like, I'm not the guy that's going to be like, hey, Endgame should be picture, you know, movie, picture of the year. Like, no, no, it's not. It should not be picture of the year. It's, it's a great movie. I enjoy it. I mean, I, but I, it's I mean, not. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Marvel is making it known to the Academy Awards to nominate it for Best Picture. You know that for consideration thing that they always do every year. Yeah, but but yeah, and and I'm not mad at Marvel for doing that, but you know that's ridiculous. It's like that was like Endgame. As much as I enjoyed it, was not the Best Picture of the year it came out. It wasn't better than Infinity War. Do you think... Well, but then that's two different years, right? No, I know, but I'm just saying if Infinity, if Infinity War didn't get the nomination, Endgame. Do you hmm. think? I hear you. Do you think the Joker might have a shot at winning Best Picture? Nah, I mean it. It'll probably get nominated just because you know Best Actor, maybe. But it's not. It's not a movie that I would think like that wasn't the best movie that came out this past year either. Or or wait, does that get nominated for next year? I don't even know. Well, yeah, for the next Academy Award, it gets nominated. Yeah, it should it should like you know it it probably get nominated, but it definitely shouldn't win. But then again, too, I'm the guy that you know, like I'm not like I've I've never been of the mindset where they're like they nominate movies and because I haven't yeah. seen it, and I feel like only like a handful of people did see it, like, that movie shouldn't be nominated. I'm, like, I'm off for, I'm, I'm for any of those comic book movies to get nominated because I think comic book movies deserve to get at least a Best Picture nomination or maybe why? win one someday. I mean, what if they're not good? Actually, best movies. Say again? They will be when they're actually the best movie around. Right. Right, and I think one day we'll get that will happen. Like it's getting you know, close to that because I mean, 
like every other movie is not getting seen in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess that's the thing. It's like it's not about what gets seen. You know what I mean? Like and it's not about what gets seen. But if if it says if the caveat is that you have to play it in theaters to be uh, to be nominated, then it, you know there's going to be less and less movies getting played in theaters. You think so? I think so. I think I don't know, man. I feel like these are the next blockbuster. What is? Theaters are the next blockbuster. They're going away. Oh, I don't think so. See, like, because, I mean, and don't get me wrong, like, they might reduce, like, you very well. It would not surprise me if eventually, like, one of those big chains buys two of the other ones or something like that. But they're not going to go. prohibiting you from bringing alcohol. Say again? They don't care anymore. They don't check bags. They They don't care if you bring outside food anymore. Like, they're just, please come. Right. I mean, the the streaming era has definitely done done a number on the the you know regular movie going public, and people are like, well, why do I leave my house if I can watch a good movie at home? But you know, I guess at the very least, it's going to become it's going to become like worst case scenario, things become more art house, right? Like what like the, the 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 Irishman is a perfect example. Like, you you can build a release on streaming, and then it'll have a limited release in major cities, and then that's it. But that doesn't mean that you know, like, there'll, there'll be people that will still want to go see those movies in theaters. I still, you know, I still want to go to to the movies and, and and watch them on the big screen because there's nothing, there's no experience like that. Watching them at home, you're sitting there by yourself. On a small screen. Are you talking to the person next to you at the theater? No, normally I'm. Normally I sit there by myself. Sometimes the theater is almost half (laughs) empty. I guess. And also, I I don't have a very small screen. But I guess here's the thing, though. Like, I I feel like uh, Marvel Studios can keep theaters. In business alone, but that's what I'm saying. Like those are the movies that are going to get seen or get put on theater in theaters. No, well, no, because that's the whole thing. Like if Marvel is putting three of these movies out a year, and a lot of people are coming to see them, that'll keep movie theaters open. But they're not gonna they're gonna show those movies on a lot of the screens. But they know that there's always going to be that one person that doesn't want to watch that joint, and that's when they put like an Irishman. Or a, a rom-com or, you know, whatever the latest, like, new thing is. Because Lord knows, it's not like cinema is fully representative at this point still yet, right? Like, the new thing that nobody would know was something that they should want to see. And put that on a screen and people will watch that too. So, yeah, yeah. they're not going to, those movies aren't going to make millions and millions of dollars. Or, or you know, they're not, they're not going to be hundred, hundreds of millions of dollars. But, you know, they'll make something. Uh, and with, with with what Marvel is doing right now, it's going to be an even bigger commitment now that you have these shows coming out on Disney Plus. So if you watch the movies and now watch the There's TV shows, you're going to miss out on a lot of information. Because There's nothing coming out on Disney Plus. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> next year, next year we'll see some of those uh, Marvel TV shows, yeah. and they're going yeah. to affect the movies. So if you don't watch the TV shows and you just watch the movies instead, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, 
you're gonna see some information that you haven't heard about because you haven't watched the TV shows. I think I'll be fine. Yeah, I think so too. Like Marvel's not, their Marvel Studios isn't dumb. They're not gonna. They don't even make comics that you that like. If you didn't read the previous comic, you're lost. Like they had actors in Infinity War and Endgame that that didn't even their, their movie wasn't even written yet. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that, like, Marvel as a as, like Marvel Studios knows that everybody doesn't necessarily have Disney Plus. So they'll they'll make sure that the movies are going to catch people up with everything they need to know. And don't get me wrong, I think that people's experience will be enhanced by the television shows. But it'll be like good tie-ins where it's like they're going to give you a, a different perspective and view of, of you know a, a character or a story. But the movie will be able to stand alone, I think. So you know, I don't. I don't think anybody's going to go into because, I, like, I saw an article talking about this, where you know, talking about there. You know, I'm not going to watch two TV shows just so I can understand Doctor Strange and the multitude of madness or whatever. And it's like, dude, like, when you go watch Doctor Strange two, all you're going to have to have seen, if if anything, is probably Doctor Strange one. And I better not get no recycled footage either. What do you mean? Like, if they're going to fill me in with footage from the TV show, I'm out. Why? Because I already seen the TV show. Yeah, but, I mean, like, that's like, I mean, that's like saying, well, if they have a flashback and it's from the the, the movie that came before it, I'm out. Yeah. Because I already saw that movie. Yeah, I'm out. No, but, Mo, you, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be out for that, like. I don't if like you're watching a movie and they showed you a scene from part one, you would just watch the movie. Nope. I remember yes, dur- during the Return of the King, I threw my popcorn at the screen because I'm like, I've seen this already. <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, boy. <laughs> whatever, dude. I mean, they could just do a, they could just do a little, little references here and there about what happened on the TV show without not showing anything. You know, just a little... Yeah, I, I really... like. Some of it will be dialogue stuff, and who knows? They might they might do a flashback and show a scene, they but maybe do. not. Like you know, I like who knows? Honestly, it would not surprise me if, like I said, I think the movie will be able to stand on its own for the most part. Wait, so it sounds like Mo's not going to watch Black Widow because they have recycled footage in the trailer. I didn't see the trailer because of that. You're dumb. <laughs> you better stop it. Oh, I'm, I'm dead fucking serious, Larry. What are you talking about? Why would you I, I not knew, watch the trailer because it has flashbacks I started in it? To watch it, and then I saw a flashback. Pfft, done. I'm out. Thumbs down. Unsubscribe. Why? Why? Snide comment in the comment section. <laughs> okay. What do you think of the Black Widow trailer, Oz? Uh, yeah, it looks interesting. David Harbour looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's as, uh, in a good way Harvey. or a bad way. Both. I mean, kind of like like so ridiculous. I laughed when he was on there, but that was the point. Yeah, you know, this fat dude putting on this old, this uh, Russian Captain America outfit. Yeah, red card. He he looks ridiculous, but that's what they're going for. 
So uh, the trailer sure looked, looked fine. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a fun character in the movie. Yeah, he's going to be the he's going to the comic relief, I guess, because I guess they're trying to be serious with this movie. Well, they can't show the Russians as too serious. Otherwise, we're going to think they fucked with our election. <laughs> and and, and, and uh, Black Widow, I mean, uh, Natasha is the only one that speaks perfect English while everyone else has a Russian accent. I hope they explain that. Yeah. Right. Well, she's the, she's the only one that left Russia to be a spy. Yeah, but like you can't one... you can't be pretending to be an American with a fucking thick ass Russian accent. That's not you know, you're gonna blow your cover. <laughs> is is uh is Ursa major in it? No. At least not that we saw. Uh, I will say that the movie the, the trailer itself looked really cool. It kinda reminded me of like a uh a a born movie. But uh I was disappointed with the, the that final Taskmaster look. Yeah, the Power Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was just like, and I don't know, I don't know if, like, he he is he just had his hood down, and if that would make a difference if the hood was up. Listen, but yeah, I was yeah, like really, like, uh, I was like, oh, I don't like. Thing, it, and it's like, just his head, like his like his head is the only really the thing, like because it does look like a Power Ranger helmet. Hey, you know, with these Marvel movies, they always try to figure out how to, you know, make the costumes work. Sometimes they come well, it, it make it work. Just give them a fucking a cloak and a Casey Jones mask. Yeah, the yeah the the costume works fine already. Does, like yeah, they does, just he, change stuff this, to change stuff. Isn't isn't it a skull mask or something that he wears sometimes? Like a mask that the, has a the skull. Traditional, yeah, traditional, traditional Taskmaster. Is a is a skull like a skull mask, like almost like a Halloween mask, uh, yeah, and the uh, the like M the M the um, Ultimate Universe one kind of has something closer to like a hockey mask. No, it's a paintball mask. Is it a paintball mask? That's what it is. It looks terrible. It looks it looks fucking garbage. Thing, in the Ultimate Universe? Oh no no, sorry, in the movie. Okay, no, I'm talking about the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. And in the trailer, I also noticed that they show like it, what looked like a flashback scene with Thunderbolt Ross, and they looked like they used the de aging tech on him. Yeah, don't don't talk about no no flashback scene. <laughs> well, but no, but it's a it's a new scene that's in the past. It's not something that we've yeah. seen before. Which, uh, but yeah. I, it is interesting that they decide to use the de aging tech on him because dude doesn't look that old. Yeah, but I mean, from <laughs> if you look at him in in Incredible Hulk, and you look at him in Dark City, and then you look at him in now, like you can tell the difference. Okay, and that's the thing with Marvel. It's like, well, they're gonna they if they're watching this, they probably seen him here, and they're gonna notice the difference. Yeah, yeah. It's bad enough that we notice the floating heads and the CGI people at the funeral scene. They're like, we don't want that. Dude, we, don't, we don't want those Fantastic Forum guys butchering this shit again. Do do we know when this movie takes place? It's supposed to take it takes place, place, but yeah, it's supposed to take place between Civil War and 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 Infinity War or something. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, on another thing, uh, what yeah. do you guys think of her uh, new suit? Because the trailer shows her wearing a white suit, and didn't she wear a white suit in the comics? She did. Hmm. For a little bit, but yeah, she did. I mean, she is in the snow at that point. I, I don't know what kind of tactical advantage a black suit with a white background would work. <laughs> also, too, I'm sure she's going to be fighting a lot of black widows like throughout the movie. So I'm sure they're probably looking for different ways to differentiate her at different points in the movie. She's the one with the red hair. That's all you need. <laughs> she's blonde at some point. Not in this movie. I mean, she better. Yeah, Jay's and, in chat. And with uh, he says, red, yeah, with Red Guardian in the movie, I wonder if they will eventually have him team up with Captain America. No, wait. Never mind. But maybe he'll show up <laughs> in another movie or something? As an adventure? No. That won't. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I I did read somewhere that yeah, I'm sure. Has yeah. Teamed up with yeah. Avengers. You read it wrong. You read it wrong, or they wrote it wrong. Read some fucking comics instead. Uh, no yeah, no. Red Red Guardian won't be an Avenger. Yeah, uh, Black Jason. That's the title Jay, of this episode. Read fucking comics. <laughs> there you go. Jay says Black Widow doesn't look as good as Platinum Blonde. What? What is that? Platinum blonde. What's platinum blonde? That's her blonde hair in Infinity War. No, it's a character. It's capitalized, so I'm assuming. It's a character. It's, it, from from what? Is it a movie? Let's Google search and find out. Uh, I don't know what that is. I, I thought he was saying she doesn't look as good as a blonde. Well, look, that goes without saying. Um, yeah, but Joe's good at saying that goes without saying. But then he makes it he makes you feel like it needed to be said anyway. <laughs> the That's the superpower comics. Hmm. Interesting. Ah, uh, Tiger Claws got porn. Mom and villainous robot. An enemy of El Hombre back in the late sixties, early seventies. I'm gonna po- post a link in chat. I posted already. I don't know what that is. So I was completely wrong about about the final episode of Titans. They wrapped that shit up quick. They did. Terrible. They wrapped up three storylines in like ten minutes, <laughs> and then it and was that, just like nothing. I guess the I guess the budget was tight on this episode. Yeah, I, then the, I want to say that it could have been it could have been way worse. Honestly, like, like, yeah, it it could have been way worse. I I yeah, and like don't get me wrong. Uh, there were some parts of it that I really enjoyed, and there were other parts of it where I'm just like, I don't even understand like why this is happening like this. Like, do do any of you guys agree that Ravager's mask looks ridiculous when yes. she's wearing it? Yes. 
Okay. I don't know if she just has too big of a head. I don't know what I, it is, but it looks, I it thought looks, it she looks has, crazy. I thought she has too little of a head and just giant padded mask or something. I don't know. It, it looks weird. But it is. It, she has a small, smaller body. She's got big hair. And yeah. you got to pull that in. And then they insist on making the Deathstroke helmets, like, hard. Mm. They, that well, probably yeah, does, doesn't help. Because you got to make it expressive. Like, that thing's got a, a brow ridge on it for Ravager 2. Like, it's scowling yeah, at you. The you, eyes look weird, right? You don't, like, you can do a cloth one. Like, the, yeah, you could. people are so badass that they're not afraid to go into battle without a helmet. Like, they just need a mask for concealment. Like, they don't get this shit. Like, same with Deadpool. Like, Deadpool Deadpool is unrecognizable unless you're like, oh, it's the guy that looks like he's burned alive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he has the costume, but it doesn't protect anything. No, well, but Deadpool also has a healing factor. Yeah, 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 but it doesn't protect anything. It's not. He's not using it to, you know, okay, I need these gloves in case I punch something too hard. You know? Like, it's right. not like Batman's suit. Like... Some part of Deathstroke's costume or, you know, armor should be tactical, but the other bit, it should be more like, he should be more like Solid Snake. You know what I mean? Oh, he, I see what you're saying. He puts on the mask and it's, it's, it's a cloth mask just so that you don't see his face. Got you. Okay. No, you were talking about Deathstroke the whole time. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. D- Dick Grayson's uh, out there fighting him with just like a little piece of cloth on his face. <laughs> Yeah, and then they, but they insist on doing these fucking big ass bulky like hard masks, you know. You know what trips me out is is the other thing that tripped me out is how they were like utilizing Beast Boy, and I'm just like, okay, like you know, Beast Boy obviously is a metahuman, and he could turn to all these different animals. And ter- being able to turn into a tiger is dangerous. Like, don't get me wrong. I, it's dangerous. However, tigers have gotten loose before. And I'm like, it's not like he turns into, like, a super tiger. Like, he's smart. But, like, yeah. if, if a tiger got loose. You tranquilize. In, in, right. It's like it's not like that hasn't happened before and we don't know how to deal with it. And it's like just the, the way they... They dealt with that like he was like terrorizing like this entire c- group of people. It was just like why? Why doesn't anybody know what to do They're when a tiger the- shows up? Yeah, because like I said, it's not like he's a like it's not like he like is a giant tiger or has like superhuman tiger strength or it's just a tiger. That's like it would yeah you think you could just tranquilize it and be done. In fact, that's what happened right like earlier when they captured that fool. <laughs> he trickleized him and he was down. And I'm like, how come how come nobody is calling the friggin' uh I don't know what is what do you call when wild animals are out animal and about? Control. Animal control, there you go. Why well, isn't for, anybody calling animal control? For the you tranquilizer, you just get cops there, you just shoot the damn thing. Yeah. Dude, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand. I'm like, yeah, but they so, made it seem like the the uh, they like well, we gotta call in the army to deal with this. It's like why we gotta call in the army? It's one tiger, and he's like a dude. So you, even if he's a tiger and he jumps on you, you just start whacking him off, and he gets automatically distracted. Whoa, 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 wait! Oh. <laughs> Mer- Mo became a furry. <laughs> hey, there's no became. <laughs> wait, so I. 
you know, yeah. I, I, I are know. we are we spoiling? Yeah, we're spoiling it. The, the it's the sh- the series is like five good episodes and one good f- so-so finale. I I will say that I don't feel like it's not much. It's not too much of spoiling things. It's like well, I was you I was gonna see it to enjoy it. I was gonna talk about um, Donna. Oh yeah, no, that that was ridiculous too. Okay, yeah, yeah that was like way too, way like it looked ridiculous and it just seemed too simple. It was ridiculous. It's like, like dude, like so, she's a Demoscarian. It's like she should be okay. She just went toe to toe with Superboy, right? Yeah. Look, I, and I'm yeah. like, why she, didn't Superboy go catch the thing? I, I, hold on, oh, oh. how did she die? Because I fell asleep with that part. She, she like a tower fell and it was going to fall on people, including Dove, uh-huh. and she caught it and it was like electrical, like an electrical tower, and she basically got electrocuted to death, which is just like what? Yeah. Also, don't forget, it fell slowly. Like right. people had time to move out the way. It's not like it was a surprise. <laughs> like the the thing took like a minute to to come down. You can move I, out of the way. I'm trying to figure out why wouldn't Superboy help her? Because it's like electric. He's, he's faster. He's stronger. Like all he like he could do it on his own, and it would have been completely fine. She should have been completely fine. When, right. when we she mess had... around, when when we mess around and get to the scene, I was like, this chick died. Like, come on, man. Like, what are I you talking about? And I'm like, what the fuck? Who wrote this? Like, if, if you're going to kill her, you should have it, like, be from the Superboy fight. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look, that would have been amazing, actually. That would have been amazing. But it's just like, wait, what? Like, electricity? It's like pe- people in real life get electrocuted and live. They get hit by lightning. And it's like, right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> What I'm saying. Ten minutes before that, Dick Grayson is like stroking himself with electric sticks and not not like dying. <laughs> oh, dude! I'll just say like I, I don't know, man. It was weird. I don't even understand it. I was like, I was like, did she not want to do the show anymore? Did she get like a, a better gig? Oh no, she's got to come back. She's got to yeah. come back I, in the black outfit. Yeah, Why did she have to come back? Yeah. In fact, they're they're implying that Raven's going to bring her back because Raven's in Themyscira to uh, go to her burial, talking about, I'm going to bring her back because that's what I do. Why she have to go to Themyscira to do that? Why can't she bring her back here? Well, I I think power's not up to par yet for that. I don't don't even understand. Like, since when can Raven bring people back from the dead? She did it a couple times in the show, too. She She definitely heals people. In season one? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. I was like, yeah, no, nobody did. <laughs> but I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, if she knows she can bring people back from the dead, then why even have a funeral? Well, the the real question is because it's more of a healing power. Why didn't she do it immediately after Donna got electrocuted? Yeah. Of, like, well, let's wait a week till yeah. the body you know, starts decomposing, <laughs> right. and I'm like, the chicks embalmed already. But what? But see, what if they do like? Uh, a Lazarus Pit thing. No, man. Look, I listen. Like th- none of none of these sounds like good options. Like she, it I, it sounds like if she was gonna die, she probably should have died by Superboy. 
And if if they're gonna kill her, she probably needs to stay dead. Like, how did how did she die in the comics? I forget. I don't know. Look, you're okay. you're supposed to know that one. Or I I know the gay. story. I I know the story where she comes back, but I don't remember how she died. When she comes back, she comes back in the, in a black suit. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a galaxy. Yeah, like she's. Oh talking. no, I know the suit. I didn't know that that was like her coming back from the dead suit. I did not know that. I've seen that suit before. I just thought she made a costume change. I didn't even realize she had died. Yeah, they they try to like uh, Superman her up. Oh, you got to come back in a black suit when you come back to life. That's that's a rule. You know, I honestly like I would not be mad if she was gone for good because, like the 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 actress is not a bad actress. She just doesn't quite fit uh, Wonder Girl for me. Like, and they didn't really do anything with Wonder Girl either, right? Hmm. They didn't really do anything with Wonder Girl, right? They didn't Maybe do through the course the of this characters. past season. Yeah, not really. Yeah, but I'm saying like she actually like would be like she. Every time I see her, she reminds me of like Jessica Jones, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like she's more Jessica Jones than she is Wonder Girl. Well, which is weird to me. Comic book Jessica Jones could have gotten electrocuted. Yeah, she would have survived definitely. And you know Netflix one eh, maybe maybe not. No, she would have survived too. She's tough. I mean, she got stabbed. Yeah, but she she like if she's not invulnerable. She's tough. Wonder Girl is invulnerable, right? That's what I thought. Yeah, and not to electricity. It's like playing that. It's like playing that stupid game that has Superman in it, and then Superman like dies because he got caught in a fire. He runs out of energy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like time for a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But but I will say, Nightwing looked good. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see that costume at Comic Con a thousand times. <laughs> I, I was like, it, it looked it looked really good, and I was like, man, like. I, look, I was thinking about you, Oz. I was like, man, like Oz must really have been enjoying this, right? Because I look like that. I didn't understand. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what the what really it did impress me about the Nightwing suit is when he fought Deathstroke, he fought like Nightwing. He was a lot yeah. more yeah. more gymnastic than he yeah. fought when he was Robin. Which yeah, I mean, that's how he's supposed to fight. He, he mm-hmm. practiced in prison. Oh, and, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> like, and you know, and like, practice in prison to do the death stroke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I will say that, and and that particular fight was a really good fight. Just even despite the giant helmet head, uh, you know, it was like it was a cool and well choreographed fight. And I was just like, oh, no, this is this is super cool. Like, I mean, I was like, you know, I like I, I, I know what it's like to have a character you really like that you wish you could see, like, in live action, you know, in 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 that kind of like in showcased in live action. And when he showed up and he was doing his thing, I was like, dude, like, I can only imagine what what you might be feeling getting to see this for the first time. You know, I, w- I was enjoying it, but it was. It was kind of ruined for me with all the other Titans just sitting in the car. That was weird too. Especially since like Star- Starfire is hurt, 
but it was like a, it was literally like a scratch. Like well, I've got I've gotten deeper cuts than her, and everybody's acting like oh she's she's gonna die or something. Well, I mean she got shot. That's different. But it didn't like the bullet didn't go in her. It was a graze. Yeah, it was it was definitely like it was definitely a a, was a, a graze. It was a flesh wound. Like, I, only I, a could flesh wound. Have, I can imagine she's had worse. And Do- Donna Troy wasn't hurt. She I didn't see her getting out the fucking car. That's true too. I agree with you. you know, if anybody can take on well, she, help Nightwing with Deathstroke, Donna Troy was afraid to die. Yeah, she was like, I can't get around those electric sticks. <laughs> oh, she saw the sticks and was like, Nope, nope. <laughs> that's my that's my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Oh, I know what's trying to happen here. <laughs> Wait, so I, and it's it's wild too because um, like I don't first of all. You know, you talk about Starfire getting hit there, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on with her and her powers, and I don't care. But what I will say is they did have, like, the one moment where I was like, oh, wow, she acted like, like more like Starfire in, like, one moment in where, where, where it was that moment where um, she was trying to explain what, what was it? Well, somebody said something, and she was explaining the wrong part of what they had questioned. What was it? Oh, man. It was like she was defining something for somebody. And it was like, she, they're like, I know what that is. What I don't know is the other part. And I was like, oh, that sounds, that was kind of like, it was more like a cartoon Starfire. But it was still like reminiscent of Starfire. And I was like, oh, man, they had like one moment where she actually acts like Starfire for like half a second. And then we went right back into whoever, whatever the name of that young lady is. And just I, I just like the fact that they uh, they got rid of the whole Bruce Wayne episode where he mansplains to them. What, but then, but they did it in a way that doesn't make any sense. It kind of, it kind of does if the way they suggested it happened actually happened. But that's something that unless they actually like spend time on it on season three, which is actually kind of a stupid idea. They should yeah. just forget the whole thing even happened. Uh-huh. But if they do take the time, which I think they will, it's going to be more going towards Raven's uh, increasing power. I guess. But then that's so weird because then she's doing that unconsciously. Yeah, well, you know. I don't know, man. It's one of these things where the show definitely showed us it had potential with this season. And it squanders it regularly. Like <laughs> I did. saw, I saw a thing where people were calling for Titans to get rebooted into the the sh- like the pre-show, like when they when Aquaman Aqu- Aqu- yeah. Aquaman was there. That, like they want to reboot it to that. Yeah, dude, they should definitely do that. Yeah. Like that's the show that I think a lot of people were hoping this would be. And I was like, yeah, that that episode. Like, the only episode that was better than that one was the Superboy one to me. And that guy, like, they should give that guy his own show. I'd watch him by himself. The Superboy? Yeah. Are you excited for season three? Of Titans? Yeah. No. No, I can't say I'm excited. Like, I'll watch it. But it's not, like, let me put it like this. Membership. Huh? If I renew the membership. Right, right, and that 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 is that is the way to say it. 
But what I what I'll say is, like, you know, I'm not sitting here like, man, when does it come out? But when it does come out, if I have the ability to watch it, I will. And it's like, yeah, that's how. That's basically where I'm at with it. And you know, I mean, they could technically like, I mean, they could change the direction of that show based on where we left it, and it be, it be great. Like get get rid of Starfire. But but see, the thing is, they're not going to do that because of the way the thing ended. It's kind of like oh, like like I when I saw that end scene, like the last little scene, I was like oh, I don't I don't want to know anything about this. Like I don't like that did not excite me to be like oh man, what's going to happen next. Yeah, they, like, already, um, they already said the sister's going to be the, the main villain for season three. But then, but that's the whole thing where it's like that, that villain feels lame to me. And it's like, why, why? Like, you know, you stranded the chick on the planet already, right? Why would you come after her? Like, I can understand preparing for her, but why come after her? Like, you could just leave well enough alone, right? It's like, she has to make a spaceship. Right or or, or no? Find... She was like she was like a ball of jizz or something that went into some old lady's ear. I'm sorry, what? Um, Starfire oh, oh, sister? sister? Yeah, yeah, but no. But I'm saying is for Starfire to th- actually be a threat to her sister, Starfire has to leave the planet. And at this point, we don't know that there's any way for her to do that. So it's like, why even like? poke the bear like why go to her like you have a ga- a, a kingdom to rule right like rule the kingdom so yeah. I, yeah I don't know it doesn't it doesn't like I don't like the show that I would like to see get rid of Starfire let whatchamacallit be dead uh, Wonder Girl be dead and, and honestly I, I might even say like may, maybe like make Beast Boy a supporting character or kind of push him off to the side or something. And you can have Raven come back with Hawk, Dove, Superboy, and Nightwing. Like, those are the characters that interest me. And no, and no Bruce Wayne. No more Bruce Wayne. We don't need him anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hawk was cool, though. Yeah, no, Hawk and Dove are some of the best characters in that show. Like, they're interesting. What they're going through and whatnot. And, you know, they definitely kind of have, like, a little... Like, it's almost like... It's almost like the 90s iteration, but modernized some, because, obviously, like, in the 90s, there was not a a female Dove. I want a Hawk and Dove show, and then I want another show that's, uh, like, a... A Grayson and Superboy show, uh, world's finest type of thing. See, you're you're asking for way too much. Like I'm asking for the best parts of this goddamn show to make awesomeness together. No, well, but yeah, but it's just it should just be Titans. Like you don't want a whole show of just Hawk and Dove. You don't want a whole show of just Superboy and Grayson. You you should just put all of that in one show. And it's like sometimes it can be have you know you can have your episode that's a hawk and dove episode, 
and you can have your episode that's a world finest episode and then you have episodes where it's everybody together but it should all just be one show like you know i, I could go i could go for yeah like alternating yeah hawk and dove episode followed mm-hmm. by world's finest yeah yeah with a team up at the end yeah nobody gets electrocuted go. right there you go there you go that's that's the show like you can you can basically have the show that was the aqua the aqua lad episode you can have a show like that with the characters that i listed i'm never going to get a show like that i mean it'll probably happen eventually it's just just a matter of whether you know somebody at warner brothers wakes up you know no and i think i like, i think that's what it was there's, there's one guy who actually knows what the fuck he's doing and they gave him one scene <laughs> And it was amazing. And then they're like, all right, nerd, get back in the cage. Right, right. We got cinema to write. Right. <laughs> we're, we're here creating cinema. We're over here exploring the human condition with this with this dude that can turn into animals. But he's it's, only going to turn into one. Right. Exactly. Like, I'm saying, like, I, I really feel at this point, I'm like, Beast Boy does not need to be in any more episodes, really, like. He can just come in every so often, and then even bring in, uh, bring like if you want to keep uh, Rose, you can keep Rose, but you don't really need her. Uh, and if you want to bring back, um, if you want to bring back um, uh, Jason Todd, then we can do that and have a Robin. You know that'll work too. I don't mind that, but but you, do you know, think you get a different group of writers. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well. I mean, maybe, like, here's the thing. They obviously have at least one or two good writers on the show because, you know, they made some amazing episodes in this run. I mean, you know, I I don't feel like it was necessarily, like, you know, I mean, yeah, like, somebody there knows what they're they're doing and how to handle these characters. It's just a matter of if, you know, if the powers that be are recognizing that person's work or not. Um, yeah, man. You know what show only has one writer? What show's that? Mandalorian. Is Ma- is Mandalorian only written by one person? That's not true. Nah, it's not. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I'm like, no way. It just has, you know, John Favreau's the showrunner, and he knows from beginning to end what it's gonna do. And yeah. They all write it at the same time. Yeah. Knowing what's happening before. This uh, is a damn good show, man. That this this. But Mandalorian episode. has. It has the benefit of only being like half an hour. Uh, yeah, like thirty minutes. Yeah, but yeah, yes. but, but here's the thing: like when you say the benefit, it's like nobody's forcing people to write our shows. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. I am. Yeah, studio heads. <laughs> what, Me, what? my money. Like, wouldn't you prefer a better show that's half an hour long? No. Oh, so you rather have a so-so show that's an hour long? I'd rather have a good show yeah. that's an hour long. Like, what, I mean, what's so hard about making an hour long show that's good? Well, listen. I mean, I I'm not saying that I wouldn't prefer a good hour of television over a good half hour of television. Look at Watchmen; they go over an hour this, sometimes. But, but what I'm saying it, to you is, this show is expensive to produce. That's why they're like thirty to forty minutes long. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I buy that. Like, I don't even think it's that expensive. No, I, it's expensive, but I don't know that it's more expensive than anything else. It's not like, and and again, it's like 
Isn't that Game of Thrones expensive? I, I think it could it could be around that, couldn't it? Why not? Well, because you know what? Maybe not only because of not as many characters. Yeah. But and but here's the thing: a puppet, like you don't have to pay the puppet. But <laughs> you gotta you gotta pay the puppet has a union, puppet union. Listen, what I'm saying to you is this though: is it's not like Disney doesn't have the money. Like if they wanted to make the Mandalorian an hour long, it's not. It has nothing to do with budget. It has to do with a creative choice. And and that's the thing where, you know, some people are out here looking at shows and they're like, well, there's a standard and they feel they have to meet it and story be damned. And the other people that are looking at what they're trying to create and they're like, you know what? I know that a lot of shows in this vein are, are an hour, but I really feel like creatively it'll make more sense for my, my show to be half an hour or 40 minutes. And it's like if they, if they can't deal with that or people not liking it, well, they're just not going to like it. And I think that that's like the creative choice the Mandalorian makes versus like other people would have been trying to make that show an hour long. But I think we can all agree it works better in this half an hour format. Like well, realistically, that- you leave you leave every episode being like, man, what's going to happen next? I didn't leave the last one like that. No. You know, you don't know. You don't want to know what's going to happen next. I mean, I'm, if it ended like that, I, I, I'd be down just with the questions. But, but yeah, I, I want to see the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, and so I just it think was that, funny you know, cause, it was funny because Liz was like, uh, she goes, what she say? Oh, look, you're not going to be happy. This one's 41 minutes long. I'm like, yeah, but it's six minutes of credits. And yeah, it was six minutes of credits at the end. Because there are a lot of people in that episode. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they give you that good concept art. I know Oz talked about that last week. Yeah. Like, just watching, like, getting me to watch credits, like, that's a good way to do it. Like, they just recap the whole episode through, like, matte paintings. Yeah. Yeah. It, it probably is the actual concept art for the for the episode, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, see, I think so. And yeah. You see all that stuff at the it's, end. It's, Good feel. It gives it a good feel, like kind of like when you watch, you know, like when we watch the Star Wars documentaries and you see that concept art. Like watching it, like right after, is is kind of cool. What did What did you think of Bryce Dallas Bryce Dallas Howard's directing episode four of the series? It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Like she really got the actors to really like show the emotion. Like I knew that one indigenous girl wanted to polish the Mandalorian's helmet. Is that is that who that's the actress? Well yeah, she's indigenous there to that planet. The no, no, I'm just I'm just asking if that's who we're talking about. Is the, yeah, the like actress she wanted name. to fuck him. She wanted to fucking polish his helmet. No no I, I got I got it. I just I just yeah, trying to figure out if, that, if that's what say that. I'm sorry. Wait, I was I, mean, I was uh, too busy trying to figure out if her name is Bryce Dallas Howard. Wait, no, wait. the director. The director. Oh. It's Ron Howard's daughter. You know who Bryce Dallas Howard is, Larry. I don't. You've I don't. Seen yeah, a Larry. bunch of movies. You've seen, you've seen you've Lady seen in the Water. World. You've seen. You've seen Spider Man Three, Jurassic World. You've seen Terminator Genesis. Like remember when when uh, 
when Christian Bale was like, no, no, Bryce, can you see this? When he says Bryce, he's talking about Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Listen, so wait, so is she an actress or a director? She's, She's an both. actress and she directed this, this episode. Okay, so then, well, I don't, you, I don't. Bryce Dallas Howard wasn't in this episode. Like, you didn't see her. So when he said that she's directing, like, what'd you think of her directing? You know, she's yeah, the no, director of this episode. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you like the way they incorporated the ATST? They made it look so kind of scary at night when it was attacking the villagers. That's a pretty interesting take yeah. on it. It looked, you know, they didn't make it look more menacing than in Return of the Jedi. A bunch of teddy bears killed it in Return of the Jedi, and yeah. here they had trouble with it. Yeah. But this is a, that's one of the things this series does well, is like, even with Stormtroopers, like, it makes them more menacing, you know? Especially now in this more of a lawless world, uh, a world in, uh, or a, a political environment in transition, with uh, destabilized local governments. Oh, yeah. And like, these mm-hmm. stormtroopers are more menacing. These imperial warlords are more menacing. And I like that. I like seeing this, the effects of the Death Star blowing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that ripple. You don't get that in Star Wars because you only get, you basically just get the Star Wars saga, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, unless you read books and shit, which I'm not going to do. And, and what did you think of Gina Carano? <laughs> Being a Star Wars, oh, I loved her. She was great. Yeah, she was a badass, as always. I love that scene when they're fighting, and then you see Baby Yoda just sipping soup, watching them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like he really, he really shined in this episode. Like I almost <laughs> felt like he grew up a little. Like in yeah, a lot, uh, yeah. Like I, I went when when the Mandalorian was thinking of leaving Baby Yoda behind. I was I was concerned that we were not going to see more Baby Yoda, but then at the end of the episode, hmm, something happens and he's still going to have Baby Yoda around. So here's the thing: so uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directing this episode, they t- she took you on this journey, and you know I, I made a point to notice that she directed it because I'm like, oh wow, Bryce Dallas Howard was in it, and I'm like, I went back to see what like what she did, and it, she actually directed it because I thought I'm like I didn't see her in there, but. So I checked, and yeah, and she directed it, and I was like, man. So I, I you know, the director of Solo is going to direct an episode next season, and he spoiled it for me. He spoiled me. He spoiled it that Baby Yoda is in next season, so he's clearly not going to die anytime this season, you know. Um. Mm. So, I, but the- here I, Baby Yoda about to get sniped. And I'm like, oh, shit. And when I hear the gunshot, I'm like, no. But I'm like, I already knew he's not going to die. But the this episode really took me on this journey. Yeah. I felt like he was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody thought they were going to kill Baby Yoda before Disney yeah. could capitalize on the merchandise. Did you look at the merchandise that they're going to do? Like, it felt like if you look at that merchandise and you look at at this episode, you're like, yeah, he probably is gonna die. You know, I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't think he's gonna die in at any point in the series because I think this baby Yoda is going to factor in he the has to. Star Wars. I mean, the no, he, no, 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 shut the fuck up, shut the, it, like, 
Don't embarrass yourself. What are you talking about? I think, he has, I think you know, we he have has, a, if he's If you have a second Yoda, per se, it changes the whole dynamic of what we've seen in this these, these new trilogies. I, you know, see, we're, we're coming up on the the Rise of Skywalker, which is being touted I, I know as you the... Wanted to con- I, I you know it's being touted like, as the uh, last movie of the entire Skywalker saga, and what I'm thinking is going to happen is you know they're going to make more Star Wars movies in the foreseeable future, and this baby Yoda is going to factor in as being the one uh, who started a new Jedi nah. order in some point in the future. And most people don't don't realize that baby Yoda is going to grow up and have Rey as a kid. That's how it's all tied in. That's right. That's Ray's dad. <laughs> yeah, that's Baby why they haven't told 50. you because you know. Baby Yoda is fifty by the time of the series, and by the time they do a new movie, they can have Baby Yoda being as a teenager or, or an adult by now. It, look, it, right, it, his balls it, drop, and then he has Ray. In in order for him to be a teenager, he's got to be like a hundred and fifty years old. That much time hasn't passed by. By the That's time you get to this, three, you yeah, you don't know, man. Growth spurts. No, I I know. <laughs> Yoda died at nine hundred. Let's say that's eighty. Just do the math. Just use my uh my adding machine. Ching. Oh, <laughs> second. Uh. Anyways, so I think if, baby, I think Baby Yoda or whatever we're gonna call it is gonna be in a future Star Wars movie. Mark my words. I mean everything that everything that has Disney has produced for Star Wars has been officially canon. So the TV shows he should have died canon, prior. The TV shows are canon. The cartoons are canon. The comics are canon. They're not. We're gonna see characters appear in feature films. The cartoons aren't canon. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Not not like and. The only one that's canon now are the uh, Rebels. Rebels and the new one. Right. So Clone yeah. Wars canon. But Clone Wars isn't canon. Yeah, which is what Actually, I told no, you, Larry. No, no, you told no, me no. What... Clone Wars is canon because of Sal. No, so what's his name? Sal Guevara or something? From, uh, from, from Rogue One? You don't remember that character? No, but that's the thing. It doesn't just because the characters are in it doesn't make it canon. What makes it canon is Disney saying it's canon, and Clone Wars is not canon. But I, I will say, like they do, like the even like the cartoon, like Rebels. Rebels though does kind of follow some of the stuff from Clone Wars, but yeah, I don't think I don't and, think it's officially canon. And one it's of the Warner, characters from. Like, uh, one of the characters from Star Wars Rebels was even mentioned in Rogue One. Yeah, because, but that's the thing. It's characters that exist in that universe, but those, those, uh, the stuff that isn't canon is it still has the same characters, but it's just like what people say about them. It's the legend of that. Of that right? Event. Aren't, aren't uh, Obi Wan and and Anakin in Clone Wars? Right. I mean, that doesn't mean it's canon. There's, it's not. And and guess what? Obi-Wan and Anakin and 
you know, Yoda are in uh, the other Clone Wars, and that's that's not canon even back then. You know that. But, that... Whatchamacallit's in Rebels, though, right? And Ooh. that was in um, Clone Wars. What? Um, Ahsoka, right? And, and, but that's yeah. the thing. It's like that the the way they're doing the non-canon thing is they call it legends. So it's like it's just myths are surrounding those events. It's not like truth, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I guess what I'm saying is, I think the Ahsoka. I mean, Ahsoka's only been in in Clone Wars, and yeah. so, and then I the bet, the way I that the character that develops we'll see... in Rebels is like you... is like the Ahsoka from. Clone War. I bet we'll see a live action version of Ahsoka at some yeah. point. Come on, <laughs> they gotta bring these characters to the big screen because a lot of these characters are. You know what? Are Why don't you actually fans. try to watch the things? Why don't you actually try to watch the things and then 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 make these you statements? Know? Well, I mean, no, no. Ahsoka will be in a future Star Wars movie at some point. She's we dead. Don't know when? Well, I what. Well, she may be dead. She's in dead. Movie. She may be dead at this time, dead. but that doesn't stop them. That doesn't stop dead. them from making movies set in the past. They could do prequels. Dead. They could do a look. They're gonna do an Obi Wan series on Disney Plus. Dead. How 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 how? I bet you. Let, let's just dead. say. Let's, do, I, I, let's theoretically say that. Make an appearance in the Obi Wan series. Uh, you're you're Larry, you're an Ahsoka like... hater. <laughs> I I agree with Tire Claw. You're an Ahsoka hater, Mo. <laughs> is you is my boy uh, is my boy Kit Fisto dead? Yeah, he's dead too. Aw, I like Kit Fisto. <laughs> I like hilarious. Fisto. What were you asking, Mo? How do I like what? Watchmen. Damn, dude! Really caught up, huh? I was. I, I don't think I, I look. Let me tell you. Watchmen, like I did not think that this show would live up to its its like live up to the comic book. But after these last couple episodes, man. Like, yeah. Like, let me the the like I said before the looking, glass, <laughs> the, the, the looking glass episode was phenomenal, right? <laughs> then the episode after that with uh, uh, the nostalgia, I was just like, dude, like this, I this told and, you about and that episode, Larry, and the whole reveal, I was just like, dude, that's crazy. Then we went into this last week's episode and the the reveal, I was just like, come on, man. Like, what is happening? Yeah. It this like it, it's one of those things where you have to say to yourself, you know what? Maybe maybe Alan Moore was wrong. Well, it, you know, it took somebody um it kind of took somebody that kind of is like 
like an Alan Moore type, you know, like doesn't mm-hmm. give a fuck about who's experiencing it. He's going to do the thing, whether they get a, a closure or not, or, you know, mm-hmm. and David Lindelof is a little bit like that, although he's, you know, making a lot more money and <laughs> yeah. a lot less Alan Mooreism stuff, you know? So it, it, he almost like he channeled like Alan Moore to do it. And, you know, just channeling Alan Moore would piss off Alan Moore, you know? Yeah. yeah. Saying you're channeling Alan Moore. He's like, well, why don't you do your own shit? You know? <laughs> like, like the, the, the Hooded Justice stuff, that is Lindelof doing his own shit, right? With somebody's right. character, which is what Alan Moore did in Watchmen. Right. Well, it's what he did with, uh, with Peter Pan and Snow White, too. <laughs> like, you know? Uh, Alan Moore's been, you know, he hates people fucking with his characters, but he's done it as well. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, and, and the thing is, with the Hood of Justice in particular, like, there's room. Oh yeah. For that interpretation, for that. Because oh yeah, absolutely. Even if you go back to it, it made. It, it made it made complete sense. Like everything oh, yeah. that happened in that episode, like okay, I see that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, mm-hmm. my question is, how racist is Damon Lindelof to, like, look at that character design and be like, you know what? This was a guy that was about to get lynched. <laughs> he's uh, he's taking it back. Well, it was right after uh, the Smollett thing. <laughs> That's where he got the idea. Yeah, but tying it to Watchmen, too, like... It, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's brilliant. The shit is brilliant. I... I I like even from being, you know, I'm an Alan Moore fan and I'm also an Alan Moore type. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> only I feel about it for other people's characters because I don't create any of my own. <laughs> um, but like, I was like, I don't know how to feel about this, but the shit works and the shit, it, it made like, I want to see a ho- hooded justice comic. Yeah, absolutely. It, like you said, brilliance the right word. Like, I feel as if. If Alan Moore would actually watch it, he would be angry how much he likes it. Yeah, and even like because he he um he was in the news lately because of something he said like ten years ago. Oh, that the first the the true first superhero movie was Birth of a Nation. Oh, jeez. And he's he says because superhero films work because they're all white supremacist ideals. Oh, wow. And uh, and it kind of makes sense. Like I, when you actually read the full quote, like I, me paraphrasing it, you know, it's a little weird. And I'm like, you know what? I, you know, he's not siding with white supremacists, but it's like that's why. But he, you know, that's why his deconstruction worked. You know, because mm-hmm. he brought it down a notch from that. Like on, um, like even the way they they view Doctor Manhattan in Watchmen when he when he first comes to the scene, it is like how Hitler would see the, the, the true Aryan race. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. it, it's, it's, you know, he makes sense. And, and that's why he's like, he doesn't really like superhero films. They're not cinema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, it's like, if you actually read that, it, it actually makes a lot of sense. And even his daughter chimed in on it now after the fact, cause he's not, like he said it, and he's like, "I stand by what I say. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Like that's old. Like you're you're bringing it up now just because somebody butchered my creation, even though he hasn't seen it and it's not really butchering it. Like, 
I feel if anything, some of those before Watchmen were like the butchering or Doomsday Clock is butchering. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Do- Doomsday Clock is, is definitely like, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's not like Doomsday Clock is terrible or anything. It's just like exactly what Alan Moore doesn't like. Hates. Yeah, is, is what's happening with Doomsday Clock. No question on that. I think before Watchmen was actually a, a lot better handling of those characters than than and you know I don't know that let me put it like this I don't know that he would have read those and be like oh I like this or be mad that he likes it I don't feel that way about before Watchmen but it's not it's 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 definitely very respectful of of Watchmen as a as a a work on its own you know but this joint is like. Yeah, like it, like you said, it's like it's Lindelof kind of channeling Alan Moore and like bringing his own ideas to it at the same time, and it's like it. This make is a is a great companion piece to Watchmen. Yeah, like it's insane. Oh, dude. Oh my god! I, Wait, I love I love the trial of Ozymandias. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's very Alan Moore. Like I feel like he ghost wrote that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, oh, dude. It it's it's amazing. Just like how how good it all turned out. Like I like I'm I'm like I'm ridiculously impressed, especially considering like where the show started from, because there's a lot that you see. Especially in the first like two three episodes, where you're just like, why why is all this happening? Like what like how does this relate to Watchmen? And, you know, and then for us to be where we are now, seven episodes in, it's just kind of like, yeah. yeah, like I'm like man, you know what? I like I will mess around and never doubt uh, Lindelof again. <laughs> well, maybe I will. I just, I just think he loves uh, Watchmen, Watchmen more than anything he's ever, yeah, he's ever yeah. done. You like, can tell because Leftovers was based on, on on a book, you know, and he, they did what they did. The show's great, Leftovers. I, I love it, but you don't get, you know, like if you're looking for answers, like that's not the show to to watch for that, you know. Um, in fact, I like to think of Leftovers as like the uh, a slice of life within the blip timeline <laughs> of infinity war and all those like they just disappeared you know yeah but yeah and i love how the i guess this is spoilers but i don't, love don't, don't the, spoil don't spoil too much because like let, i love how the, shut up I look. Listen. I love how you need to let people didn't work. It. Huh? I love how the trap door didn't work. That was cool. Yeah. That was a spoiler. I'm not going to mention no more spoilers. Like, okay. like it's something I, I definitely want want people to feel and experience. You got to trust. Oh. Me. Good. Um, and. <laughs> You know, they, they they I was reading some shit online about they're thinking that Lady True is one of the comedian's daughters. Yeah, I think that too. Yeah, you think that too? I do. I kind of feel it too, but who knows? Like, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, like I've I've felt that for a minute though. But, yeah. You know. Like it would be a good connection, you know. Yeah, it would be like, amazing. Maybe not the one that we watched die, but yeah, right. But if it's that one too, like because oh, he was be strong, like, he could have saved her, like that Vietnamese medicine. <laughs> if they save her and she became that, that would be the shit. That'd be crazy. But be crazy. Uh, I loved how they showed like Doctor Manhattan like in the scenes because it's you know you you have from a live action perspective like you have the movie in your head right and then when they do a similar scene but they do it here it just feels like as 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 almost true to the comic as the scene was in the Watchmen movie yeah on this show it's more true to the comic almost it's almost like they use the actual artist art yeah. To like kind of as I don't know like not like storyboard but like to influence the special effect you know oh, I know exactly what you mean like I mean honestly it's one of these things where like this was a conversation we had like towards the beginning of the show where you know we were talking about how you know Snyder tried to make everything look really cool you know like you right. know like a cool version of Watchmen and yeah. the, the point of it isn't for it to be cool like it's, it's supposed it's, to kind of be a little hokey yeah and that's something that this show does where it's like you know like when ozymandias is in that costume you know it 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 looks cool still but it doesn't look cool because it is cool it looks cool because of the demeanor of the person wearing it and at the same time it still looks hokey like yeah. you know like that costume is not really supposed to exist in real life like it looks it's- yeah, like, like what, what the costume it. would actually probably look like in real life. Yeah. I'm gonna make my mirror mask, dude. Please do. Like yeah. that joint's amazing. Yeah, like I think it, it, it's I'm a great this. character. Yeah, it, 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 it's a really great character, and the turn in that Looking Glass episode, and then we haven't seen him since. Yeah, we saw a little bit of a ramification because on his episode was a cliffhanger, and then we didn't see what happened. Yeah, and then we get a hint of what happened. Yeah, and hint. Of what happened is so fucking Rorschach. Yeah. And it's so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And still didn't show me what happened. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to see it. And mm-hmm. I'm so hyped for the next episode that I hate this fucking Watchmen series. Yeah. Like, I'm reading a comic and I got to wait a month. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm reading Watchmen when it was coming out. Yeah. Issue issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, dude. It's it's wild because yeah, like it, there's only two episodes left, yeah, and, and you're just it's like one of these things where it's like, what are we gonna do? Like after we can't watch it anymore until next season or whatever. Which who knows if there's even gonna be another season, right? Like, and like in the yeah. sense that, is there a possibility they might just be like, well, no, we just had that was the story we had to tell and that was it. You know, if if Damon Lindelof did do that, it would be the shit because yeah. It's like the comic, like it's totally yeah. shit. Yeah, you know, we'll wait another thirty years for <laughs> after for somebody after else to get inspired, right? Yeah, for you know, yeah, the next Damon Lindelof or whoever yeah. this big filmmaker is. Um. So, one one two things that I found out. Like on the internet that I was like, wow, that's crazy. 
Um, the twist in this latest episode, someone predicted like a while back, which is kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> like the big twist. I was like, wow, okay. Who I yeah, like, okay, good for them. Cause I'm like, I don't know how they did that, especially that early, but you know, it's wild. But the other thing was, I was looking at an article that was talking about this latest episode. And, you know, every so often, I'll read the comments section just to see what people think of stuff. And I read this comment, dude, and I just, I, I have to share it. <laughs> and it's a little long, but, but bear with me here because I was just like, the irony of this joint is wild. And just, you know, full disclosure, there is um, a spoiler for a line that's in this latest episode. Um but it is only one line, and I don't feel as though like I have to read the line, or else the rest of the the post or the rest of the the comments not going to make sense. But just to say, so I guess that's what to say. If you don't want to hear the line, if you haven't read or haven't or like haven't read, if you haven't watched episode seven of Watchmen, you don't want to hear the line. You know, you cannot hear it. But I, I will say that it's a, in my opinion, it's a great line and a minor spoiler. Like I don't think your enjoyment of the of the show will be super hindered by hearing this line beforehand if you haven't watched it. So uh, yeah, here's here's the post. I felt a little funny twinge when the senator said it's hard to be a white man in America lately. That struck a struck an odd chord with me. I'm a straight white man. I love Watchmen from the comics, and I've watched every episode of this show. But that is a problem that I've felt about this show. A lot revolves around white supremacy and guilt. That is totally fine because Watchmen is always, uh, had, was always political. But I just wish they could have at least one character that was a straight white male that isn't evil or cowardly. I understand that racism is a real issue and the show is trying to integrate a world issue in. Because the Cold War is long over. However, I've just felt a little pushed away because every white man is untrustworthy. All I want is one character to show that there isn't an agenda against me. It actually made sense that Senator Keene said that. The show is, expo- the show is exposing white nationalists. And at the same time, I realize the show is helping to create slash justified their beliefs i had that thought in my head as the show was playing quote uh oh this is how trump fans are created unquote uh i i don't want to feel an agenda and i definitely don't want to dislike anything watchman related it is obvious this show wants nothing to do with white saviors which is fine uh because regina king kills kills it as sister night but it would be nice to not feel like my entertainment hates me for the way i was born even just having looking glass be a decent man and find a way to unscrew his partner would be enough to feel okay and this world has some balance it's just it's just false narrative that every single straight white man is evil i've had the same issue with american horror story I love that series, but it also seems to have an agenda against people like me. But both are helmed by white men. 
Maybe that plays into the guilt thing I mentioned before. I have no plan. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I have no qualms with the racism angle, but I wish it was portrayed in a truthful manner that heroes and cowards come in all colors. Wah! <laughs> Wah! Wait. My, whole, my whole race damned the whole world. They colonized every fucking planet, take the fucking resources, they take all the fucking everything, and they get privilege even in the land of the people that are too crazy to live among other white people. Like, the, the, they come for religious freedom because they're too crazy for other crazy white people. So they come to America and create a new land. And then here, they vilify, they genocide, and they oppress. And wah, Watchmen hates me. <laughs> Listen, it was just, like, I was reading this joint, and literally it was the first comment. And I was just like, the irony of this guy to mess around and be like, Man, I just wish they would have one character that just wasn't that looked like me that wasn't, you know, like evil or 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 a terrible person. And it's like, no, I I feel I feel your pain because yeah. up until very recently, that was everybody that didn't look like you. Like we were all everybody. Like like there's some people that yeah, but- still don't get to see themselves portrayed on screens. Like if you, you know, when's the last time you saw a friggin' Like Native American person, uh, or indigenous, you know, indigenous American First Nation on TV playing a First Nation person. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, what well, was right. last? Huh? Well, because it's like you know they they don't if they're Native American they end up playing Mexican or something. Yeah. Right. Right. Or, yeah. Or they get a it's- Filipino guy to play both. Look, we still don't have that many like Asian people on TV. Not m- much, much less if you're actually breaking it down by like actual nationalities. I mean, we just kind of lump it all in as Asian. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, and I'm just kind of like, dude, like you could watch any other show on television and like <laughs> find white guys that are heroic as I don't know what. And you're going to cry about the one show that maybe doesn't like, even though I'm like, I don't feel like looking glass <laughs> is not, is not a coward or and, evil. Right. Lo- lo- looking no glass way. is the, it's the lo- looking glass is the guy that he's complaining. He doesn't see. Well, but I guess he doesn't he, like, like some people say that in the comments and he's kind of like, Oh, like though he didn't see the decision that he made. As trying to help his partner, but he hasn't finished yet. Right, exactly. I mean, and that's, all, that's, last, that's another part of it, yeah. huh? In this last episode, you see, he ha- he's not done yet. But I, that's true. But I think even in the episode where he turns her in, you can see like he's remorseful as he does it. Like he yeah. literally says, "I had to," because yeah. he's like, "They're gonna kill you." And I, you know, I can't, if I don't do this, I can't stop them from killing you right now, but I can mess around and hold it off. And, you know, like it felt to me like he's trying to help his partner, even though he's going about it in a way that she won't appreciate. Not only that, everybody in the 7th Cavalry isn't a coward. Uh, uh, also, don't, don't no, forget well, that, I think, that. I think he's all, don't forget all the that white that moment the with, are, uh, Oh, go ahead, Oz. That moment with with Sister Knight, 
happens right after Looking Glass's whole world, like his whole worldview, his whole life has just like been turned upside down. Right. So even even if he didn't have some bigger plan, which we do think he does, mm-hmm. like you can excuse a dude who's whose whole world has just been fucked up yeah. for for doing something like that. Like yeah, just, making a bad know. choice if that's what it turns out to be. Right. Right. No, I, I agree. Plus, look, what about Red Scare? <laughs> yeah. But you know he's he's Russian. He's Russian. He's yeah. not not pure enough. He's hacking. <laughs> he hacked the the police academy test. <laughs> um, I had a conversation similar to this, and it was from a Mexican guy, uh-huh. and he said he didn't enjoy Black Panther because it, it continues and perpetuates the cycle of blaming white people for everything that's wrong in the world. What? And like, well, yeah, like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't think it's it doesn't blame white people for everything. Just no, what they did, but but that's the thing. What they did is the world we have now. I you mean, know, it, like it, like a lot of it. Yeah, you're right. I can see I can see that argument being made. Like, there's only a, a, a you know there's an issue with blood diamonds and shit because white people went in. You know, mm-hmm. we have three or four different Congos because white people went in. Mm-hmm. You know, we have uh, you know. Uh, it, the problems in the Middle East, white people went in. Uh, Hong Kong, China, like people went in. India, Pakistan, you know, like mm-hmm. in the U.S., like oh yeah, Mexico, South America. Every part where it was fine and dandy till the white people came in. I mean, yeah, you know? I will say it, that if oh, go ahead. it's four hundred years ago, or you know, in some places less. But I'm talking about here about 400 years ago. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, he's mad that we. So I told him, I'm like, I still blame white people for everything. But see, here's the thing, too, though. That's one of those false narrative type joints, too, where they go, it was 400 years ago. It's like, nah, dude, it was. I mean, at at the the, at the very at the, the the absolute. Like earliest you can do is mess around and be like, well, that was the 60s. But realistically, it's like from an institutional perspective, it's like cats are getting killed for nothing that's yesterday. Like that's what the, the four hundred years ago is like when it started. But right. it's a lot more recent, depending on what neighborhood you go to. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Like it, it's a lot more. I told him like this. It's a lot more recent, depending on how much you your rent was raised this year. Right. He's right. like, what? You know. Yeah, but he doesn't want to get it. But That's fuck, wild, though, I, I just like up, I go look when the race war happens, they're not going to accept you. And with I'm all the shit to... you said today, I'll still accept you. But I'm trying to figure out like why does he feel like Black Panther's doing that? Like, because that's the thing. Like, it's not like Black Panther takes a, the time to talk about white people a lot. They it just, just talk. Called, just called the guy colonizer a couple times. Right. It's like. What and that's the thing where it's it's really interesting how it's like and you know I heard I heard somebody else uh oh you know who it was it was um oh damn it Lena Waith um I I heard her interview because she was talking she she uh wrote um Queen and Slim and she was talking about that movie and she was saying how you know, there's like a trigger, like 
sometimes when a black person respects themselves, it's seen as disrespect to a white person. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, well, and we, it's saw like, with, we saw it with All Lives Matter. Right. Exactly. And so and that's the real thing right there where it's like Black Panther is just a movie about black people respecting themselves. And it's like if white people mess around and take that as like them being disrespected, then that's kind of like an issue with them. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that's that's wild because I'm just like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that there are movies that you can talk about in, in recent cinematic history that probably are actually blaming white people for a whole bunch of stuff that may not be their fault. But I, mean, I don't think Black Panther is one of them. Fault in general, but it's, it's that historical, uh, you know, manifest destiny is like a little aspect of it, but it's happened on a global scale. Oh, yeah. From, like the Roman Empire days, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Just, they just spread. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, wh- white people are were out there c- carving out empires. Yeah. And people that aren't white, I mean, some of them that are white too, but they're, they're definitely peoples all throughout the world that and paid I told, for that. What I told the dude was, like, I'm not holding white people that I like meet on a day-to-day basis accountable for their actions now. You know, like when I see a white person... But it, it it's something that we can't pretend didn't happen. Well, and that's really the long and short of it. Like if if it's all about accountability, yeah. like you know, I mean, look, G- Germany, Germany has like ironically enough has a decent enough model where they you know they kind of like acknowledge that they did something, and you know tried their best as they could, I guess, to you know make it right. Even though really, what can you do? <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> you can't really unring that bell, you know, but at the very least, they acknowledge and apologize, which is something that, you know, America has never yeah. really done just to do. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Queen and Slim uh, meme? No. Uh-uh. When when you do see it, you're going to be dead. <laughs> I, I'll post it in chat right now. It made me crack up. I had no idea what Queen and Slim was, but it's still I still got it. I That's just, hilarious. <laughs> it's like That's I kept seeing funny. the billboards, but I hadn't. I, there's no like ads popping up on my feed or something. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it's about, or I haven't seen oh. a killer. But I know it's a. Movie. It's up. It's the Black Bonnie and Clyde, basically. Oh man, I'm in. But like accidental, like in the trailer, um, the the guy accident well not accidentally, but on self defense really shoots a cop, and yeah. that's a that sets off a chain of events that makes them turn into the Black Bonnie and Clyde. So right. you said it's accidental? I, it's not accidental. It's, it's, it's self-defense. more like self defense. Yeah, self defense. But 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 they run instead of you know. Like sticking around to explain right. what I, happened. I only said accidental right. because it's not like he was hunting a cop or right. you know, like robbing a place and shot a cop that had gotten away or something like that. No, it was like it was justified. Yeah. It's next, like literally literally time, don't try on a, in it because I, I want to do my I'm in, I'm out bit. Wait, oh, say it again. I, I, I didn't know we had a bit. I said, next time, don't try to explain it to me because I like. I want to do my I'm in, I'm out bit. <laughs> I like. Are you in or out? I like. I listened to it last week and I was like, man, that's classic. 
I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that liked it in Larry. I did like it. Anywho. Uh, uh, what else we got to talk about? We didn't, we didn't read uh, Hellblazer, right? Hellblazer? Were we I read, read Hellblazer? it. I thought you guys I thought you guys read it. I was oh. supposed to, but I didn't get to. Oh, I thought we were supposed to be reading Morbius. Well, that too. Um, should we do Morbius real quick? You know what? Tire Clock, why don't you play that heavy metal minute? I'm going to pour myself a drink, and then we'll jump into Morbius, and then we'll do news after that. Is that Sounds cool? good. Uh, right. Do you want to do Hellblade, Oscar, or do you want to uh, do it next week? Well, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll save it for another time so you guys can read it, and I'm running out of time here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So All right. yeah, heavy metal. It's that time again for another heavy metal minute, Mrs. Fafara. On Instagram, for those of you who don't know, is Anastasia Fafara, Des Fafara's loving wife, who was earlier diagnosed with invasive melanoma. Um, <clears throat> and she went through surgery, and it's been a couple months already. She, They've been documenting her recovery on Instagram, whether it's on her account or Des Fafara's account. And... She's the head of Oracle Management, which manages Ginger, Cradle of Filth, among other people. And Des Fafra, of course, is the singer for Devil Driver and Cold Chamber. Um, but they are happy to announce through Instagram that she is cancer-free. She's cleared of cancer. It's been a, a, a tough few months. Devil Driver canceled their shows. And it, it's it's now... She's... She, She's cancer-free, and that is, in the world of bad news, that is good news. I, I am so happy to hear that. Uh, it would suck if it went the other way. Cancer is rampant right now. It's fucked up. I don't know what the fuck the people in charge are supposed to be doing about it or not doing about it, but cancer is fucked up. Uh, in other news, uh, Mayhem Festival has been announced for 2020. Now, for those of you who don't know, that's Rockstar Energy Drinks uh, Metal Festival. They used to do, they used to team up with Jägermeister and do, you know, their Mayhem Fest. They did them in San Manuel uh, Amphitheater here in, in California or Southern California. They traveled the country. They've had Slipknot, Behemoth. That's where a lot of people got to hear, like, Arch Enemy, Behemoth, uh, a lot of those bands for the first time in the, the early 2000s. But they had stopped, and now they're back. Um, they haven't really announced a, uh, a a group list yet, but that is they're back. So for now, we know they're back. Let's uh, I'll keep you posted to see what who or what will be the bands playing there. Uh, and in other festival news, Knotfest was canceled in Mexico. Uh, the fans rushed the stage. They broke the barricades. Um, basically, Slipknot and Evanescence were on the bill. They didn't get to play. Uh, Behemoth got to play, but they had issues with um, technical issues, so their set was short. So at the <laughs> at the day of the event, the big news was like, oh, Behemoth didn't get to play, but they had a good time. They did a, a, 
an abbreviated set, but now the big news is Slipknot and Evanescence didn't get to play, and the, the fans went nuts. There, there's, you know, some people are, are saying security is an issue and all this, but people went nuts. I don't know what triggered the people to go nuts, but they um, they went nuts. And I've been in concerts where they break barricades and stuff, but it gets under control quick. But you know, it wasn't bands in a, that are internationally as big as your Slipknot and whatnot. Um, Slipknot did issue a um, a statement that says, uh, "Mexico City, we are so disappointed that we didn't get our chance to play." For you tonight at Knotfest. Last couple of bands didn't get to play because of safety issue with the barricades, and it wasn't something that could be fixed. We are sorry. We love you so much. We were waiting there just like you, hoping that we would get our chance, but it didn't work out. I don't know how, but somehow we are going to make it up to you. We love you so much. We'll see you next time. So, yeah, it's unforeseen circumstances. It's not really clear what happened, but. Yeah, there you go. The the late Ollie Herbert. If you've listened to Heavy Metal Minute, you know about Ollie Herbert. He was found dead. They think it was his wife or whatever. But now his family has gotten a uh, a justice for Ollie Herbert uh, billboard in his hometown. Um, Lamar Advertising Company supported the family and those loved ones that want his case to not be forgotten, to not turn into a cold case. So they have put a Justice for Ollie Herbert billboard asking for information. If you have information and you happen to be listening to Fantastic Forum and the heavy metal segment of uh, where this is it, the number you can call with any information is... 860-896-3237. 860-896-3237. So if you uh, if you have information, <laughs> that's to go. Now don't clog up the lines with bullshit. You know, don't 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 fuck around because this is a serious matter. A lot a lot of a lot of crimes in this country go unsolved because they're not there's not enough evidence or whatever. But you know, funding's an issue, especially in towns like that. But he deserves justice, or at least closure. Like the people that love him, the people that are love his work with all that remains, and, and, and love his work with, you know, with the other bands that he played. They um, they deserve closure. I'm Moses Magnum, and this has been a Heavy Metal Minute. All right, um, man. They, so Mo, they think they think the wife did it. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> I reported that uh, I think like three weeks ago or so, where um, like the singer from R their man says he never liked the wife. They were trying to get him to split up, and and he offered him, he offered Ollie Herbert a place to go. Like they 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 found him with a, a too much, like chemicals in the system and he was like running from somewhere so when they found him they found him in the pond and he drowned in the pond like 
I want to say like a foot deep. Like he tripped and fell in there. So yeah. they, in his in the, that medicated state, like she, yeah, they they have reason to suspect that she did it. That's crazy. Yeah, and you know, in these cases, like you watch enough procedurals, it's it's the spouse. Yeah, you know, a lot of time it is the spouse. So yeah, they took out an ad for that because they they don't want people to forget. Wow. Well, dude, I I hope, uh, you know, like you said, I hope he and his family uh, get the closure and justice that they're looking for, really, more than anything, the justice. There was a case, um, it happened in Arizona, the lady killed her husband, and, you know, they they deemed it a suicide, uh, accidental suicide. Uh Uh-huh. And then she called a radio show to brag about it. What? Yeah. And because it was an 800 number hotline, they had the information of where the lady is and what number, everything. So they turned that over to the police and everything. But because it was a suicide by like a month, it was deemed a suicide by like a month. They threw out that they shredded that paperwork. So the case was gone. So even though she admitted to the murder, she wasn't like charged after the fact because that paperwork's gone. Like they, 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 they did shredded the case. Yeah, it it's wasn't up. shit. Uh, they couldn't reopen the case. There's no case to reopen. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and you know, so, you know, their family's got closure. They know the bitch did it, but it's still not. She didn't get justice. Right, exactly. Which is, I mean, you know. I've never been in that situation, so I I can only imagine what it would feel like. But I I would imagine that I mean justice is really what you're looking for. Like, yeah, you know, it's not just about knowing what happened, right? Even though you know that's good too, but that's crazy. I did forget to put in this heavy metal minute that demons and wizards. Are releasing a new album next year. They announced it yesterday on Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be out next year. It's their first album in like fifteen years. Wow! Yeah. That that's why you said the that other joint that got uh, <laughs> like I saw I saw your um, your post on Instagram talking about the show that where they messed around and raided the thing. Oh yeah. But, where they rushed, yeah, but but did you say that that show had Evan Essence on it? Yeah, like yeah, Evan Essence is loved uh, in other countries. They're a headlining act in like Mexico and El Salvador and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I think Evan Essence is great. I just like it was just the idea that it was like Slipknot and Evan Essence, like Slipknot. Yeah, Evan? like that seems weird. Yeah, so it's not fest is like Slipknot's uh, festival, uh-huh. and a bunch of bands, and I think, I think like the smaller bands got to play. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure, but I think Suicidal Tendencies was there, um, Six Feet Under, and Behemoth, and then it was going to be like Evanescence and Slipknot closing out the night, and after Behemoth that riot broke out for some reason and nobody really knows why like none of the articles <laughs> really say why 
and I know um, one of the dudes on ZombieCast, like, he likes metal, so he posts metal news on his Facebook feed. And he's like, wasn't there, like, enough security? And I'm like, dude, Mexico has no security. Like, that's why they chop people's heads off for, like, trying to exercise free speech. Yeah. And Behemoth got evacuated from their hotel room. Like, they got evacuated from the venue to their hotel room because of that. They're like, if you stay here any longer, we're not going to be able to protect you. So he he had, um, he, like, I was following his posts the 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 singer from Bohemian Nergal mm-hmm. and because it was happening like real time for me and him you know like it's happening wow. I'm watching it and then it turned you know the the whole uh technical difficulties thing I was like kind of following and then it turned into this bigger story where a riot broke out and you know I just I think it's just people that got impatient wow it always shows me out how people are in like dangerous situations and then they're like posting to their social media. Like I understand that that's a thing now, but I'm yeah. just like, I hope people aren't looking to me for that. Cause I promise yeah. you I'll be spending all of my, I, I, all of my attention will be on staying alive. I promise you. Well, like, I don't, <laughs> like, you know, I try to like, okay, I go to a concert. I try to like film content and stuff to bring you this like cool, heavy metal minute experience. But after like, Two three minutes. I'm like, you know what? I'm just here to have a good fucking time. Right, right. I'll I'm tell living you life. You can hear me tell you about it, but right. you can see very much of it. Like, right. You know, I I tried. Um, you know, uh, Slayer just played their final show this Saturday ever. Oh wow! They're retiring, and I was like, I went to see not the last show, but the second to last show. Uh huh. At the forum, and I um. And I got to see at the beginning of their final tour, their final campaign, as they call it. Like, I got to see the, the second show on that tour. So I saw the very second show on that last tour and the second to last show. And it was two very distinct experiences. And I'll get to that in the bonus Heavy Metal Minute. So if you subscribe on iTunes or Podbean or any of those, you're going to get a bonus Heavy Metal Minute just about that Slayer experience. But um, it, it is... Uh, uh, I was trying to film one of my favorite songs and then I just started headbanging and I look at the video and it's just like, like you can't see shit. It's all blur because yeah. my phone's shaking. Cause I'm like, I'm right. not going to, I'm a film, but I'm going to try to enjoy it too. And it's like, it's not, that's not a good video. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I mean, okay. you know, like if you know me and you follow me, like that's going to be a good video. Cause it's like, you see me enjoying it, but <laughs> it's not going to get, it's not going to go viral. Yeah. Right. Which is okay. That's like, listen, like right. We need to get we need to get back to making sure that we're experiencing our lives properly. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely not trying to tell people don't record. You I'm know, tell the moments I'm sick of it. I, I'm, huh? I'm sick of it. I'm sick. Well, but like, oh, go ahead. I was at the gym uh, yesterday, and I'm doing these bent over uh, barbell rows. You know. Mm-hmm. And I see this guy walking towards me, pointing a camera at me. And I'm like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like mm-hmm. in my head. And I, I you know, I, I thought about it first because I was about to like lose my shit. Like, what are you right. working out? You know, you don't have my consent. But um, <laughs> right. But he wasn't filming. But you. He was on uh, on FaceTime with somebody. Right. 
man, he lucky. I you know I looked in the mirror first to see him <laughs> be on Facetime, but he still could have been like showing somebody like, oh, this guy's doing this. His form's not up to par, you know? Like, oh yeah, it's like I don't want to be the subject of your ridicule. Like, right, just, right, have, right. Like you're here to lift those fucking weights and shut the fuck up. Put your fucking phone down, you know? Right, right. Nah, like, man, but you know how it goes, man. Look, you you didn't go to the gym unless you posted. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like I, I fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was that, I was there today, and I saw like two, three people, like on their phones filming and saying stuff. Yeah. While while they're at the gym, and I'm just like, oh well, hey man, to each their own. The only like time, that's their gym experience, you know. The only time it was worth it for me was uh, there was this one lady that I guess is a a yoga instructor, and she does mm-hmm. these like crazy ass poses with weights on. Oh and, wow. But she doesn't like. She doesn't impose while she's filming. She doesn't impose on anybody's workout experience either. Like you couldn't even tell that she was filming. Oh okay, like, that's it's, cool. It, it, it's weird. Like I, I could tell because I'm a little more observant. But my brother was there. <laughs> he walked in her shot, and I'm like, "You're walking in her shot." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like what? Was, <laughs> the producer side of me like came out. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. It, it, I yeah, I hate it. Put your fucking phone away. Get yourself an Apple Watch. <laughs> Is that the moral? Because right, Apple Watch. Like, I leave my phone in my locker for the most part, and then my watch. If I need to get, you know, if they need to call me or whatever, my watch will handle that, and and it plays the music for me. So I don't gotcha. need. I don't need to have the phone on me. Right. Right. But yeah, all right. Let's talk about Morbius. Morbius, Larry. So last week was Thanksgiving, and on Wednesday I had a, a client. This he's a six-year-old little boy. Uh, he's a product of a, of a home that is slightly broken. His dad's a good dad. His stepdad's a good dad because the stepdad gives him comics. Ah. And, and the problem is, but he doesn't look at the content of these comics. So they, he gave him once a, a tra- Deadpool trade paperback, one of the Deadpool Max ones. Oh, it's a, wow. I, I want to review it at some point. I just haven't gotten around to reading it, but it is not for a six-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, six? So, yeah, he's six. So his stepdad gives him comics, and one of the comics he gave him was this Morbius the Living Vampire 14. And every time he gets a comic that's not suitable for him, his real dad says... To him, just like, okay, that, that comic's good. Okay, just hold on to it. You give it to Moses when you get a haircut. So I, I, get, this kid's, <laughs> I get this kid's comics because they know I like comics. So yeah. I just get free comics, as, you know, not Randomly. even as or anything. Like, he just, he just gives it to me. So on Wednesday, you know, he came and gave me Morbius the Living Vampire 14. Um, it's a comic that I actually had read before when I was a little kid, probably about his age. That's yeah, hilarious. 93. Yeah, I was probably two years older than him. I was about 10. Yeah, about, yeah. And uh, reading it again as an adult, it's like, man, it, 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 was, it was weird because comics, some things never change, but they kind of do, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, this story, like, if you didn't read the one before, you don't know what's going on. And just jumping into it is an experience in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And then it, but it left me wanting to read the next one. <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
so it was a, a cool experience because you know now if you if you read especially like one of the big two they kind of make it so that you can just jump in more or less you know like some right. some are better than others i'm not going to say that they just do it across the board cuz it, it it's not that's not entirely true but in right. this story uh morbius is being tormented by an entity within himself that's trying to take his humanity and people are trying to help him and i never realized that wolf by night's original name was <laughs> jack russell <laughs> <laughs> so brilliant <laughs> like i've read legion of monsters like i know wolf by night you know but <laughs> jack russell right so, this is the most like personality I've seen from Jack Russell. Like he's loyal, just like a Jack Russell. Yeah, <laughs> he's loyal to a fault. At yeah, and, and it's kind of like heartwarming to see. Like it's you know, it's not you know, this book isn't by far like not your oh man classic issue. No, no, it's not. But it's a classic '90s style comic though. Yeah, definitely <laughs> art style, um, plot style. I'm like, and it's crazy because I was like, man, I don't, I don't know who any of these people are that wrote this book, that yeah. like created, like creator wise. I'm like, I don't recognize any of these names. I'm like, who are these people that made this book? Yeah, and you can't, you can't deny the cover though. The cover, no, the cover is fantastic. Yeah, and it's the same guy that that drew the the inside drew the cover. Oh, so you like that's what happens when you let him get get some time. Yeah, <laughs> when you give, when you give, when he's not on a deadline. He he can do the thing. And, you know, the interiors weren't terrible or anything. It just felt very, like, typical of the 90s. And it felt a little inconsistent in certain parts. Like, it, it was definitely inconsistent, yeah. There's some parts, you know, you have your your characters. I, I don't know the name, but this female demon thing that's fucking with them with Slaughter. And oh, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show her by herself. Like, she's just, like posing like a model right and then you know and then when they zoom in on her face it doesn't look like her face in the previous page <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but it was a good experience reading one of these old comics again like uh hecht in chat says what's the cover I i'm about to post it right now i'm just a horrible multitasker <laughs> no it it definitely uh it's crazy because like you said it like I think you you summed it up really well right there, where you're like, it was just good reading one of these comics because it's it's definitely it's an era, and you know it it's there's something about a '90s era book like there's a reason why there were all types of records being broken back then, and it's not even to say that you know oh well these were the best comics that were coming out because obviously they're not. But there yeah. was something. But there was something about them that helped them resonate with people. Uh, 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 I, I will tell you, a big part. I was like, man, like I was like, this joint is so dramatic, like, <laughs> so, like dramatic for no good reason. <laughs> like just the way that everybody handles everything. It's just like, like the guy, the guy, the the human dude. Is like, hey man, I don't know if I can like really do this anymore and help this guy out. Like, I know that he needs us, but this is feeling really dangerous because you know 
the guy is a vampire. Morbius is a vampire, and he's losing control of himself. And the dude's like, man, he might like try to bite me or something or try to eat me. And I don't know that there's anything I can do about it. And instead of instead of Jack Russell, you know, who has werewolf powers himself, being like, hey, man, I understand. I'll protect you or I'll keep you, you know, I'll keep you safe. Or, hey, you know what? If you can just do this for me and then uh, I'll take him away so you don't have to worry about that. He's just like, you know what? He needs our help. And you're a punk for not even trying to help. I don't understand how you could like be this disloyal. And it's like, no, dude, the dude's not disloyal. Like he wants to help the guy, but he's scared, which makes sense because this guy is a friggin' vampire person and he's going crazy. Like <laughs> it's like he there's like no empathy. Like yeah. he's just he's it, just like it's all hey, or nothing. Huh? But if you it's all or nothing. Right. Like, exactly. You got two sides of the argument. Going against when if you actually think about it, I don't know if if that was the, what they were going for. But reading it as a kid and then reading it now as an adult mm-hmm. and understanding, you know, knowing what I know about addiction and rehabilitation and shit, uh-huh. it's almost like a, a, a cool little allegory for that. Yeah, you know, and, and even the way that people, certain you know, family and and even the way that therapy and, and goes towards addiction is like that, like. Yeah, they they you know a lot of a lot of the the, the rehabs and, and things and, and programs put, you know it's like okay the enemy is him because he's addicted but it's like no he's he's sick you know like you need right you know it, it's not fighting against him it's fighting with him you know like your team right. him not trying to stop him you know what I mean like yeah it, it it actually like. Yeah, it was actually really cool reading this old comic again as an adult. Like, I've been having, I guess that's what growing old is, huh? Like, you yeah. start having these experiences that you had again, but under a different light. Right. Like, I listen to certain music a different way now, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't want to get old. Oh. Like the well, <laughs> it's still not going to happen for a while if that's any yeah. consolation. Well, it's a process. It is. It is, in fact, a problem. Little by little, you're just older and older. <laughs> Look, if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it it was wild. It was wild, and it was interesting. Uh, like despair. I'm like, oh my god, I haven't thought about despair, and I don't know how long. Like, yeah, I, I was just like, it's despair. Get out of here. What's he gonna be in the movie? Never. <laughs> Never. Well, once because his name's Despair. <laughs> you got to spell it right with the hyphen. D hyphen. Spire. Spare. D spire. <laughs> right. And uh, and he looks like he looks. <laughs> like demons don't look like that. <laughs> uh, in the '90s, they did. Yeah. No nah, man, it, it it was wild. I was like, oh man, this is this is crazy. And it, it's actually, funny. Oh, go ahead. Well, oh, it made me realize how like crappy that new Morbius comic was. Because even this one, like, as crappy as it could be or corny, I guess it was still pretty good. The new Morbius comic, yeah, the one that mm-hmm. did hopeless or yeah, that just came out like literally a couple, a years- couple weeks ago, right? Oh no, no, I'm talking about the one that came out a couple years back. Oh, okay. Because there's one that came out like a, I feel like in November. Oh, okay. No, I haven't. I haven't seen that. 
I might check that out though, because I like Morbius. I do know you like Morbius. Yeah. But yeah, what were you gonna say before I rudely interrupted you? Ironically enough, I was gonna say talk about um, that. There's a new a new Morbius comic. Oh, okay. So what you said actually kind of led directly into what I was about to say. That's how we do here at Fantastic Four. There it is. Synergy. Synergy. Uh, Oz, you didn't get to read this joint, right? Oz is gone already. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, and then the next issue said uh, Ghost Rider was going to be in it. Yeah. And I'm like, so, oh, Midnight Suns. <laughs> I'm going to read the next issue. Yeah. I like I honestly like I'm not a big I was not actually a big midnight well I'm not a I'm not a huge Morbius Ghost Rider or Blade fan but Midnight Suns for whatever reason always piqued my interest like I felt like those when those guys got together they were greater than the sum of their parts yeah yeah it, it it's definitely like people that were like you know as a team they do better than uh, on their own. Yeah. Ghost Rider does good on his own, but it's a whole thing. You know? Yeah. Blade, yeah. again, Blade some, can sometimes be a little one-dimensional. Yeah. Depending on who's writing it. Right. In a team, is good. And it kind of, you know, Midnight Suns kind of gives me that vibe of, like, how, remember that Doctor Strange Damned crossover? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that. Like, you got a bunch yeah. of people that on their own they're they're cool but they're they're okay but in the right story right circumstance together yeah. give you awesome awesome little four issues yeah no question i mean they they definitely like i think more than anything it's like all those each of those characters is better if they have a good good supporting cast and what that's probably their biggest weakness is like you know you know nobody like barely anybody can tell you anything about the supporting cast of someone in a Morbius comic or a Blade comic or a Ghost Rider comic. Yeah. But if they're playing off each other and, you know, get getting their individual moments, like the way they play off one another is actually really, really amazing. Heck um, says, chat, it's like when Macho Man teamed up with Hogan. Yes. Yes, it is like that. <laughs> Although Hogan by himself is great. And Macho Man by himself is great. That is true. It's not like that because they're better by themselves. Yeah. You know what I liked is that title. The I'm, I'm sorry, the font for the logo. Which logo? For Morbius in this comic on the cover. Oh yeah, yeah, that is a cool font. That I mean, that was like the Morbius '90s font. Like yeah, the, I'm gonna, the logo. Yeah, I think I'm gonna hire somebody to make me a font. Based on that, that's cool. We got Moses Magnum, yeah, for the heavy metal minute. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But yeah, are we gonna give this book stars or anything, or or we can or werewolf cuts? <laughs> yeah, sure. Cuts. I, I I would give it a I give it three and a half out of five. Yeah, I give it three. Well, I give it four. Just because, you know, I read it twice and I enjoyed it on a different level the, the second time. So it has, it's a, like a time caps, capsule effect. Yeah, no, no question. 
you know, it's history. Yeah. Right. Let's jump into some news. Let's do it. Comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like current. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Okay. Um. Yeah, what's happening news wise? Let's see. Oh wait, so um. So, did you say that there was proof that the Snyder Cut exists? Or was that Oz that said that? That was Oz that said that. I don't know what the proof is. Let me see if I can find out real quick. While you're looking for that, there, um, Jim Zub, you know who he is, right? Yes. He, uh, he tweeted something. That said, remember six months ago when I mentioned that the comic piracy numbers were easily 20 times legitimate buyers and it was a real problem? Mm-hmm. Sometime yesterday, a bunch of other comic book pros looked closer and saw the numbers and the cold chill of it literally hit. So it's more than 20 times. <laughs> wait, 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 what? The, the bootleg numbers for comic books uh-huh. is 20 times the legitimate that's I, crazy, really? So just there's just a whole bunch of people that just aren't willing to pay for the price for comics? I don't know if they're not willing to. It's more of like, I mean, they do come out, you know, it, it's kind of like you got to go to a certain place and buying them, buy them every week, you know? So sometimes they just wait for a trade. Like I know I I've done that. Where, mm-hmm. or I read stuff on bootleg, and but I buy them directly from the artist. You know, when right. I get the to. So right, I, I think their num money does come from it, but it might not be enough. Like especially like if you need that weekly number, like that sales number. You know, it's like box office. Like if people wait for video. Is going to affect the box office, yeah. Right, right. But you know, people's careers and and livelihoods are judged on a weekly basis with comics, yeah. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Because like, I'm trying to figure out like what would get people to actually like buy those books. Like, is it just like? Well, you know what would do would help me, Tommy. If on Comixology, they weren't blurry when I read it. If, if what? If when I bought them on Comixology, they weren't blurry. Oh, they're blurry when you when you buy books on Comixology? Well, when I bought the question number one. Oh. Like, now that book, you can't find, Larry. That's what I, that's what I saw in chat. You just, like Oz was saying... Yeah, he went it, to four shops. They didn't have them, and then the other four shops sold out before. While well, he called around, and then my shop, where I was going to buy it from, didn't have it. So I don't know if it's like, if there's something in it that is going to be like a prospector thing. 
which again would lead more people to bootleg it if they get read a good review or anything if they can't find it um or if it's like they just didn't think the question would sell so they ordered like two copies you know that's wild i think you know i'm gonna have i'm gonna ask you're gonna ask i'm gonna ask comic shops like we we have quote unquote friends on instagram yeah shops Uh uh-huh them how many copies of the question they ordered and how many sold yeah that's that you should do that next week i'll have a number for you sweet because it just it seems weird that they don't have it but it just seems weird that people would like flock to it too you know yeah like i can see people that you know if you're a jeff lemire fan you're gonna get it you know yeah and if they only order two then that's it like i know there's per comic shop there's at least three jeff lemire fans and two of them work at the shop gotcha you You know yeah yeah it's interesting so i i already have (laughs) i fucked up well i want to say fucked up so i bought the comiXology version Uh uh-huh well, you know what? What if I buy the iBooks version? On what is Apple, that? On Apple Books. Oh, okay. You can like what is, buy- is it? But then it's like a a comic. Yeah, well, it's like the Kindle. Like oh, got it. Like you buy the digital version, but through Apple Books. And it's the same thing. It's that weird formatting that the book, the DC Black Books do, doesn't translate to the digital version. You know, right? So I'm like, fuck. And oddly enough, the bootleg version was clear. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's like I get a better quality of a digital one in the bootleg version, and it's like how, you know. Now, granted, if you know, only two people are buying it at the store for the question number one, and I'm here. I (laughs) I bought three digitally and bootlegged one of them. And then the people that hear me, let's say out of the three listeners we have, two bootleg it instead of trying to buy it digitally, you know, because they might not have a comic book shop in their store. Like, that's it. That's your bootleg number. You know? Yeah. It's like, man, they, they're talking about this book. I got to check this out. Like, even just to see if it's blurry or not, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, it, it, it's a you know on some levels it's a quality thing on others it's like accessibility thing and yeah I, I think I think the world we live in right now the question is due for a resurgence that would be super cool I would love to see that it, same with like you know X-Files did the revival too you know like you, you can get good stuff out of it but you know, it just depends, you know, can people to buy it? Yeah. You know, if they make a movie about it, people will buy it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then I'd hate <laughs> Spit venom on it. <laughs> yeah. So the Snyder Cut thing is just, I guess, Zack Snyder posted a, a picture of of... 
what he is saying is a cut of the movie. In the story I'm looking at, it said that Kevin Smith has seen it and Jason Momoa has seen it. Supposedly, it's like a two, 212-minute version of the movie, which is kind of insane. I'm sorry, say that again? They said the the runtime for the joint is 212 minutes. Man. Does that include the like, footage that was shot from Joss Whedon? Or is, just, or is just everything that he did? I mean, I'm assuming it has to be some of the stuff that Whedon did too, right? Because... But I don't, I don't know. Because you gotta oh, sorry, remember that you gotta remember that two hundred and fourteen minutes. You gotta remember that he didn't finish the entire movie when he stepped yeah, down. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, that's what. So that, look, that's be, why I was like, it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The Snyder Cut. I thought the Snyder Cut didn't exist, it's, but apparently, I think it's it's kind of like the whole thing with uh, the Richard Donner cut of Superman two. Where he used footage from the other director, splicing it with the footage that he actually shot that was cut. So we'll probably see something like that. Uh, Hector Chat says, "Is the question original, dude, or Montoya is the original, dude?" And then he puts Snyder cut, shake my head, face palm. <laughs> I but know. I mean, I mean they. I'm, and it. If the Snyder Cut <laughs> is real, I you know they definitely should release it because they went through the trouble of releasing Batman v Superman as the ultimate cut. So, you know, if Warner Brothers listening, they should really consider this because people you know don't be making a lot of money out of this. I don't think so. I don't think they're gonna make any money, and uh, more importantly, I don't think. It's going to be any good. I don't think it's going to show you anything that they didn't show you already. Like, and then anything that, that they show you extra is like, who cares? Like, if anything, you'll just have a good mouth on Superman. Now, I also wonder, the the footage that he, that he shot that, that, that was cut, I wonder if they would have to redo the effects. Because sometimes a lot of the scenes that were cut, they would have uh, effects that's not finished. So they would have to redo all those effects again. So they're going to spend money for people to maybe not watch it. Because the reason... Here's the thing. The the Justice League didn't do as well as they thought it would do. It wasn't because of Joss Whedon. It was just because Batman vs. Superman wasn't that good and Man of Steel wasn't that good. Oh, yeah. Look, I I promise you Joss Whedon made that movie better, not worse. Yeah. Like, it's not... Yeah, I don't know. Get Damon Lindelof to do the Justice League. <laughs> I want to see the Lindelof cut. No, there no, it no. is. Get, uh, get Bryce Dallas Howard to do it. Nah, she could do the next Spider-Man. <laughs> nah, she probably doesn't love Spider-Man like that. Well, you never know. I know. <laughs> um... Let's see what's another news here. Black Widow trailer came out. We talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. There's a new Planet of the Apes movie in the works with Maze Runners, filmmaker West Ball. Yeah, are they gonna I, I never seen any. I, I wonder if they're going to reboot it because the 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 last three movies ended on, you know, 
it you know the way that it ended and all that stuff for the next one they should totally remake the original and, and you know now that the apes have taken over they just need to do the a remake of the first movie of the original at this time what do you think yes <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i mean uh you know the these last three movies were basically a prequel, so the next one has to be about the astronauts. In fact, the the uh, the, the uh, dawn of the planet of the apes. Uh, there was a little Easter egg in one scene where you see a news broadcast uh, of a spacecraft that was launching, and it was the crew of that ship. So they, the next one should be about that. Uh, it's official, Larry. Bruce Wayne is the worst Batman ever. Uh, oh. Titans Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense to me. I, I guess the main thing that put him over that top was, over that bar was that he, <laughs> he instead of protecting the city, he was at a metahuman slave auction. <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen Titan, yeah, that's what happens in the finale of Titan. He's not, he don't do anything as Batman. He sits at a computer and, and, you know, tries to buy Super Bowl, which in theory is good, but he could have done that without sitting at the computer. Like, you could have fought crime and still done. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean he could have just gone to the anime and just anime, paid for it. Right no, over right there. Animated series Batman would have done that. He would have bought him before there was even an auction just to keep him safe. Yeah, it would have been a twist at the end. Uh, it's it's an Elseworlds thing, so it's not our Batman. <laughs> you don't know what Elseworlds is. I know what it is. It's like realistically, like he he doesn't need to be in that series. Yeah, it, it, like, yeah like they should he, just like. It's called Titans for a reason. It's not called Bruce Wayne or Batman or anything like that. Uh, read comics, Tiger. Whatevs. Right. Whatevs. Let's, uh... Yeah. Any more Time news? to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, one of, oh, another trailer that came out this week. I don't know if you're into it, but... You have to go to work. Uh, yeah, I know, but they, they released a trailer for, uh... No Time to Die, the the new James Bond movie. I don't know if you're into that. Man, we're cool, but you know, we don't yeah, have like to, we don't have to keep you up for that. <laughs> I haven't I have not seen any of those uh, recent James Bond movies. So, mm. oh man, Sheesh. you know, like when you say none of the recent ones, does that mean that you saw like the ones that were like the ones before that I've seen... before? The ones Larry, seen, he has to go to. The ones that I've seen <laughs> were more. I mean, I only seen like maybe one or two of them, and it's the Roger Moore ones. That wow! I remember. Wow! So, well, not even I Pierce saw, Brosnan, huh? Uh, I think I saw one of the Pierce Brosnan one, which was the Golden Eye. I think I think it was on TV or something. I don't remember. Or, or, got or cable. You got it. But I'm not really into I'm not really that into James Bond because 
you know, the one James Bond movie that I remember seeing was Moonraker, and I saw that for obvious reasons. Because it's what? Took what is what is the obvious reason? Because Pussy was, galore. Because no, because it was set in space. <laughs> oh, and you know, oh, and you know, okay. and you know, back in those, in back in like in the eighties and nineties, I was you know really getting into sci-fi and and I just saw that James Bond was in space and I just watched it. Man, you're dedicated, Tark. Yeah. yeah. Not to right. work because he's staying up late today. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, no, 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 I'm not going to be staying up that late. Especially when I have to get up early in the morning. Alright, play that music, Tiger Claw. While you're at it, give us some final thoughts, Claw. Well, um, Mandalorian Episode 5 is this Friday, so let's see what happens. Because, uh, you know, after what happened with Episode 4, anything is possible now. So there Moses you Magnum, final thoughts. As I said earlier, if you subscribe to us, you'll be getting a, a bonus Heavy Metal Minute. So subscribe on all platforms, Castbox, Castro, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes. And as always, right here on allgames.com. There it is. Like Mo said, subscribe. And while you're there, leave a comment. Why not let us know what you think? Give us a review. Let us know if you like the show, if you don't like the show. Feel free to hit us on all our social media as well. Fantastic Forum on just about every platform. This is Fantastic Forum only on allgames.com.